This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Mellow Targaryen of Fairy, Volkai Nalo of Belmong, Midgey McGoogle of Leviathan. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, there seems to be a lot of console news going on at the moment, so we'll discuss Microsoft's Xbox All Access, as well as Sony digging in their heels on crossplay. Plus, have the hopes to see esports at the Olympics just been dashed? That's all coming up on your source for esports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Fridays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. Coming this holiday season is the decade's best romantic horror comedy. He makes my nether regions burn with the fires of Dalamoon. Introducing There's Something About Daddy. Go fuck yourself. Daddy is about to get some unwanted attention from everyone. If Daddy drinks his potion, he'll love me forever. What could possibly go wrong? Things will go to a dark place. A very dark place place. Oh, is, is that hair gel? It's semen! Things will get worse before they get better. If I can't have daddy, then then, then, then no one can. <laughs> There's something about daddy coming to X-rated theaters near you this holiday season. Thanks and beans! I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 173. Glad to have you along. Twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. LimitBreakRadio.com to subscribe to the podcast and to RSVP and to get pre uh, pre sale tickets for the FF14 Fan Fest after party. LimitBreakRadio.com. Make sure you pick those up. We've been uh, taking reservations now for a week. Yeah. We've got a pretty. What are, what are we up to? We've got a pretty jumping party so far. Uh, but we we want we want obviously everyone in the FF14 community, not just dragoons. That's right, because all we get all we've gotten so far is dragoons. So and we've got that's why it's going to be a jumping party. Yeah, no, we got it. We we. Oh my god, he didn't it. get it. You see, you see. That's why I, had to I explain hate you it. so much. It's going to be lit AF. And you know what, what? What I've been telling a lot of people too, because uh, again, this is the, this is the Limit Break Radio after party. This is the Final Fantasy 14 community after party. It's a party. For you, and this place is big enough, and 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 it's lit enough that you don't even have to see us. You don't want to be there. Right? Yeah. So it's lit AF. It's lit AF. So, so come wow. hang out with people. Avoid us completely. You don't need to talk to us, look at us, or anything. Just come and have a good time. I mean, you can. Hey. 
No, but we want you to come out and we want you to party with us. Uh, you can come hang out with us in the VIP section. Uh, again, to do that, LimitBreakRadio.com, the open bar VIP package, 55 bucks a person. Uh, it totals out to about just uh, 50 cents under uh, 60 bucks to uh, to hang out. You get open bar with that. 60 bucks, open bar in Vegas. In like Vegas. That. I like, was, dude, that's a deal. I was actually, I was on, a, uh, what, what, what were they called? The RPMMO radio or whatever the other day. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, helping yeah. to promote it, and one of them actually looked up the average price of drinks in Vegas. It's like ten to twelve bucks for a draft, and like fifteen for a cocktail. Yeah, that so, sounds about right. So sixty bucks if you're going to be there all night is a steal. Hell yeah! So uh, we it, it, obviously we will have more options than just the sixty dollar open bar package. You can come and just hang out. Uh, there will be tons of uh, PCs to to play on. Ten bucks an hour to be able to get playtime on those there is a downstairs bar which is cash and carry and there is a food menu that's available so again if you want to uh free to enter by the way yeah, i was gonna say remember there's that's no right. charge i already had some people i was advertising on some discord servers they were confused they're like oh like you know i don't drink a lot i'm not going to come i was like no you can still come order food and they're like oh yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah you don't have to pay for the open bar to come it's free to get in that's right free to get in if you just want to hang out uh you know if you want to drink you can you don't have to buy the open bar package to be able to drink the it's it, it like it's it, this is open to everyone we want everyone at fan fest to come hang out with us afterwards again that's friday november 16th 2018 from 8 p.m. to midnight over at the eSports Arena at the Luxor. Uh, we are super excited to be working with the eSports Arena. They have been really generous with us. Um, I, I think that everyone in the FF14 community should take time to go and support something like that. So, uh, again, it's free to come in. Uh, but if you want to hang out with some of the uh, content creators in the FF14 community, then uh, you're going to want to get that VIP package. Because I can guarantee you, they're going to be hanging out. They're going to be walking around. You know, if you if you show up, uh, you might be able to run into one of them downstairs. But if you get the VIP package, you are pretty much guaranteed uh, to be able to meet one of the FF14 community creators. And we're going to be revealing who is going to be on that dais as uh, as we get closer and closer to the event. So uh, again, limitbreakradio.com to RSVP and uh, to uh, to to you know get your uh, open bar packages and uh, just you know like spread the love like spread the love around spread the link around uh, we've got a Facebook event that is uh, that has been sp- you know that that's been spread around uh, the link to that I'm sure Lloyd will put that in the chat here in just a second uh, so uh, please if uh, you know if 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 you want to come hang out with us and party with us and the entire FF14 creation community i've heard some crazy rumors of oh. who might show up <gasps> yeah do, do, do you want to we're not going to share them because they're just rumors right now right i mean I, yeah like i don't want to promote like they're gonna be there okay all right but right? but big wait is it the one i think you're talking about it might be oh. is it the one that i don't think you've talked about at all I mean, I haven't talked about it all on the show. On the show, no, but if it's no, in general or to the person, if it's who I think it is, oh my gosh, yeah, Ooh. huge, whoa, huge, right? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. You, someone who came to the after party last year. Oh, oh. I thought we were talking about the 2016 after party. Mm-hmm. The Don, no, because he's huge, <laughs> huge. No, he's not going to be there. We need Yoshi to come. Well, I would love Yoshi to to come. <laughs> 
At least Koji. Maybe Dude, Koji would Koji would be... I'd do shots with Koji. Hell yeah, I would do shots with would Koji. Would you do shots off Koji? Okay, let's not go too far. <laughs> so You uh, would, wouldn't you? No. Uh, I do understand that uh, Fusion X from Gamer Escape is going to be making his way over to the after party. You know, oh. if he didn't, if he didn't show up... You'd be spending more than 60 bucks on alcohol alone. This package is a deal and well worth it. Thank you, For Nuclear sure. Theology. Appreciate yeah, it. With with our, our history with Fusion, you know, uh, with, with us giving him his start on Limit Break Radio, <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't show up, I would be personally offended. No, nah, I think he's uh, he's definitely going to be there. Gamer Escape's going to be in the house. Uh, we also announced last time Maelstrom Radio is going to be out there as well. That's exciting. Um, and then what was the, the Phoenix Down Radio? Phoenix Down? Yeah, one Phoenix person Down. from Phoenix Down Radio um, is making uh, it uh, Ash and Phoenix. Phoenix, the, the the guy over at our, our RP MMO radio, they have a stupid name. Change your name, guys. Um, <laughs> it's said, a mouthful. Said that they would like to come, you know, but they're they're not actually coming out. And I'm like, you know what? You, you really ought to just come out for the night. And he's you like, should. ah, he's like, mm. we're, we're I, I, how, live how far there. are they? From I Vegas? think he's on the fence about it. Here's the thing: I have heard rumors of another person coming out, possibly just for this event. It is time for the news yet? No, not yet. No, it's no. not. Stop. Um, this is news. This is important news, damn it. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, by the way, let's kick it on over to our Aorzean Studios. You can join us in the Goblet Fifth Ward plot number 30 on the Sergeant Tannis server. Anyway, back to this after party. Uh, there, there are rumors that one of our former crew <gasps> may be what? showing up. Actually... Technically, if there are multiple former crews, because I have I have a line. Oh. And now that you've said it, and I think I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know someone else who's possibly coming as well. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be really interesting. So uh, you got to find out who it is, which means that you got to tune in every week because yep. we'll be revealing these progressively as we go. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it, like, seriously, we, we want to encourage everyone to uh, pre-register Get their uh, reservations in for the VIP package. Uh, Even if you're not going to buy the VIP package, still RSVP. Still so we RSVP. do have an idea of how many people are going to be coming. Yes. Should we RSVP? No. <laughs> Everyone knows we're, we're, we're included. Coming. But I mean, I know, but for our headcount purpose, I don't know. No. We're no? fine. Okay. We're fine. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, let us know that you're coming. Uh, hit the Facebook invite or uh, head on over to LimitBreakRadio.com and, uh, you know, just reply RSVP. Let us know that you're going to come out and uh, come party with Limit Break Radio and the rest of the FF14 creative community. That's right. And, and I can say that pretty confidently, right? Like, I can say pretty confidently that the I think the majority of the creative community will be represented is there a special fanfic package is there a fanfic package juxta <laughs> i have a package would you possibly write an exclusive fanfic just for people who who rsvp and get the package um you said package a lot yeah package 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 or cock that that's what they want I, I yeah. That's what one person I don't, wants. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think anybody wants that to be. Yeah, honest. especially because I've been advertising on like cosplay discords who have no idea who we are, and I feel like <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't work out too well. <laughs> okay. okay. just get this like all right. This, this no, Morgan. Like what? <laughs> no, 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 no exclusive fanfic package. So there's <laughs> your no, answer, and no special action figures either. No, <laughs> no. Not this uh, year. No, not. That's no. the after after party. Can you imagine having to explain that to Judd Hannigan 
afterwards like we would have to look somebody in the face and be like you know you, you know what this is how we would have got around it first of all i wouldn't have been the one you know presenting it right i'd have had someone like like lloyd or scuro present it and when judd was like what happened why is this going on i've been like vegas am i right i don't know that that would have flown yeah no that's i don't what know I'd, that's what i'd have gone with. i stuck to my guns <laughs> i don't know that that would have flown anyway, anyway no um, action figures. so uh you know speaking of uh rp mmo radio that was the podcast that we juxtobered last year it was yeah and uh it's getting mighty close to october this year which means that we're running up on another juxtober and uh we need some entries for that we need someone to offer themselves as tribute yeah, we will be tribute we will absolutely be tearing our Ourselves down uh, in the form of uh, listening to something that came early in our history, mm-hmm. whether it's Limit Break Radio's history, maybe it's an offshoot show, Checkpoint I mean, their show, something there, like that. Oh my God, there are so many that we could, uh, you know, that that we could uh, dig into. Is it time for the news yet? No. God damn it, Doris, shut up. Um, so we need, uh, but, but the thing is, is that, you know, like we need somebody else to make fun of as well. Yeah. And uh, you have to volunteer. We're, we're not such big dicks that we're just going to go find something sucky and rip it apart. But we do have big dicks. Yeah. We've got the big dick energy for sure. Yeah. yeah. And we get the sucky which, all the time, which is why we're asking for your permission to That's tear right. you apart. Cause we got big dick energy. That's right. Yeah. So uh, send over your podcasts, your Twitch talk shows, whatever you want. Uh, send it on over to uh, hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. And uh, just know that we will not be kind. Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, that's the point y- of this. You know, another cool idea. If you maybe don't have a podcast or a show or anything like that, and you've always wanted to do one, maybe do a pilot show and send that into us to critique for you. Yeah. And that's that would be cool. You know, this is actually, uh, you know, I, I look at Juxtober as a service. This is a favor that we do to other podcasts because a lot of the time, and I know this to be true, that even if there are improvements to be made on your product, very rarely will someone actually openly give you honest and real criticism. feedback. Actual criticism. Right. Yeah, yeah. And And even though this may be a little bit more, I don't know, negative or maybe a little bit more harsh than other sources of criticism i think you know if you're at a point where you really need to figure out where the pitfalls in your program are you're wondering why more people don't listen to your podcast and listen to somebody else's podcast well this is a really good way to get insight from the number one podcast in eorzea so send it on over hosts at limitbreakradio.com. We would love to be able to take a listen to it on the air. We'll critique it along with everyone else. And it, by the way, does not have to be FF14 oh, no, themed of course not. Of course to not. be uh, eligible. A play, yeah, eligible for Juxtober. Mm-hmm. We just need any podcast. So uh, feel free to send those over hosts at limitbreakradio.com. So uh, Juxta, do you have, have we had any submissions yet? We have at least one. Oh, oh, good. Good. Is it a good one? It's, it's not like Lloyd sending in his fucking band practice. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's a legitimate podcast. Okay, okay. we would be able to legitimately yes. juxtober yeah. it. And uh, given who it is, I'm sure we'll be able to rip it apart fairly easily. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, his man. Name, does really? his name start with a V? Uh, it could. Yeah. 
Yeah. I already know what that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, Volk, I see you. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, Senpai boy. notices you. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, seriously, send your uh, podcasts over uh, hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com because uh, we would love to uh, to have some, some good juxtober entries. So, all right. Let's uh, check out what is going on in FF14 News. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no. I forgot. Join... Escalia. Ah, ah. September 22nd. Yes, that's correct. September 22nd over at the Checkpoint Twitch channel. Uh, I know that he has done the two previous efforts over here on Limit Break Radio, but uh, Escalia is doing Seeds of Acceptance 3 over uh, at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Um, I know that that was an, an like enormously popular effort that he did here. Um, he felt it would be a little bit strange considering that he is no longer really an on-air member of Limit Break Radio to do it on Limit Break Radio. So um, head on over to twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Give it a follow and mark it down on your calendar. September 22nd, uh, starting at noon, he is playing through FF8, though, right? Like, it's FF8, but it is... um, the the first disc he's going to do in Japanese, and they're going to try to uh, provide the dub for it as, as best they remember as possible. Right. Oh, yeah. So to be able to <laughs> un- sounds fun. It, it really does sound like a lot of fun. So to try be able speaking American, it's the only language I understand. To be able to unlock the other four discs and the full playthrough uh, is going to take some donations, and uh, we're raising money, of course, for affirmations in Ferndale as well as the Trevor Project. So uh, two great. Uh, LGBTQ organizations uh, that could really use your support and donations. So join him September 22nd. That's again over at twitch.tv slash limit break or uh, slash checkpoint radio. Yeah, Lloyd, double check your your date there because the date that you put in the chat is I'm not sure if that's the correct one. So please double check. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the 22nd. I'm I'm pretty sure as because that's what we were plugging on air for checkpoint, Mm -hmm. if I remember. All right, let's check out what's going on in FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. With patch 4.4 on the horizon, the website has gotten some more updates. The first of which is the Hell's Kier, the Suzaku fight. The uh, website has this to say about it. As the return of the mad Auspice Koryu draws ever closer, Genbu of the Four Lords seeks to marshal his comrade's strengths. But while the white tiger Byaku has restored to his senses, the radiant Suzaku is on the verge of succumbing to the Aramitama? Uh, yeah, As before, there is but Tried one way. American, it's the only language I understand. <laughs> I actually don't know that word. As before, there is but one way Suzaku can be brought back from the brink of madness. For the sake of the Ruby Sea and those who call her home, you and your comrades must quell the rage within the auspice of souls by beating the shit out of her. And then putting it in her. Butt. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's what Bang Man nope. is nope. doing. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I still hate the fact that she's wearing a fucking <laughs> maid dress. Have you guys seen the actual... Uh, uh, we actually what? Saw the design the, looks the, so cool. It's like a bard outfit. It's we, so cool. We, she, we yeah. actually found out that she does have like a, like a form change. She yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see that in the trailer cool. here yeah, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Is, 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 cool? is it nah. cool, Nika? I think, I don't, I think it's pretty. Come on. Nika's gonna cosplay that at FanFest now. She's gonna cosplay Kuja? But I do know somebody who's already planning to cosplay it. 
Wait, like the, the, this dress is on the no. bird? No, it's the bird she dress. Form she has a form change. I know the, the, the form change. Yeah, that's fine. But but the bird dress. Nobody wants to cosplay that. Look what like if you cosplayed the bird in the bird dress? No, no. Chocobocalina? Nope. Chocobocalina? What? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, wor it's World of Final There's actually, well, there's her second yeah. form, I think, right there. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. No, no, no. Wait, is that it? Is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. you're right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it does look kind of like Kuja, doesn't it? Anyway. I'm not a fan. Mm. It's like a... I don't know. I think it's pretty. I mean, I... Uh, look, the fact... Real, uh, it's with, like a bard Kuja, but it's a girl and not a dude. The fact that it's not just the bird the whole <laughs> way through give makes me give this some leniency, so... Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it's easily as goofy as Buff Yako. Oh, no. Nothing no beats way. Buff Yako. Is... You have any idea how much he had to masturbate to get that arm? <laughs> there was a lot of masturbation going on. What did, what, what did, on. What did I, Bard Kuja do? If I have to... If I masturbate a lot, do I get a tiger arm as well? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you don't. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Under uh. the housing tab, we of course see that mannequins are being added as well as... Oh, you guys are going to love this. Estate tags. Now, what are estate oh, tags, that. you ask? Are you running a tavern out of your estate? Perhaps an aquarium in your apartment? Now you can use estate tags to let your fellow adventurers know what fun to expect the next time they drop by for a visit. It's like hashtag aquarium, hashtag. Po podcast studio needs to be a, a selection in there. Yeah. Hashtag so, prostitution. Fucking role play tools, what this is, guys. Nice. It's a role play tool. God I mean, damn. We already know there's like prostitution houses on some yeah. servers. So. And then uh, finally, as we've mentioned before, the ceremony updates and the shifting sand or the shifting altars of Uznair will also be added. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically the, the, the ceremony thing is, uh, again, it's, it's, it's more money. Uh, they've now apparently added new themes to the actual ceremony <laughs> itself. And now well, way you, later when everyone's already married. Yeah. And, and, and well, now you can go and have your you anniversary, get, which from the little blurb that I read, I feel like basically what it is, is you can pay to basically just relive it as your anniversary. But they, the ceremony is not different, though. I feel like it, they wouldn't it have to do ring, to the ring exchange and get it and stuff. It would be like an anniversary. Well, you're still paying money for it. Uh, Nika, oh, yeah. do you not give another ring to your significant other when you have your anniversary? Every anniversary? <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, yeah. Every time you spend $20 to get a special cutscene, you do. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, so this next one, oh, I'm really excited for this. So uh, last week on the show, we covered a story about how Final Fantasy XIV has recently passed 14 million players guys accounts 14 million accounts okay but each account is a player so i suppose All right. so in light of such booming numbers square enix is going to to uh increase the amount of mgp that uh -oh. comes out of the jumbo cact pot which it's, it's it's really funny i would have normally thought that this is the type of thing you do when people aren't participating in the cact pot you know because of low population numbers but 14 million people Everybody must be playing it, so let's increase. Yeah, that's a fluff answer for sure. Nobody's doing like I still do the cactus, but I keep getting pissed because I keep forgetting to turn it to like turn it in every week because I don't play. <laughs> yeah, but if so, you like, remember, <laughs> the the cactus goes up based on the number of people that play, right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, yeah. The, but the most yeah. well, I've seen the, the minimum is like one mil, but the most I've ever seen is like one point two or one point four or something. I've so, seen that sometimes. Yep. The more people play, the more it pays out, and apparently people aren't playing. I wonder why that is. Hmm. 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 But fourteen million. Fourteen million. Fourteen million people can't be wrong. Mm -hmm. You geeks are so gullible. Unless yeah. it's not actually fourteen million. It's not fourteen million. It's more like two hundred thousand. Mm. On a good day. On a good day. Yeah. Like a patch day, maybe. 
Anyway, that's all for the news. Great. Uh, that was wonderful news. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so we are going to talk about the patch 4.4 trailer that just dropped this week. Which uh, noticeably shorter than I feel like trailer well, trailers usually the are. The last one was like four minutes. This one was three and a half. I still kind of miss the the eight minute previews. These are more like movie trailers. Yeah, well, that's what they yeah. started doing, and, and I think we originally complained with that with the first one that they I think did. Stormblood was. The, um, the, it was the it was the, the one that introduced uh, Yatsuyu's brother. That was also with Doom Train. That one, and the yes. one that I wasn't present so was for. So you guys got ago. everything fucking wrong. Yeah, well, of course we got everything wrong because Square Enix suddenly decided we're going to do this differently and make it look like it's all just one big game and everything has to do with itself. So now you have to sit there and try and decipher. Oh, where's that from? Where does this go? Does that have anything to do with that? Stupid yeah, Square I don't want to think. No, because they've trained their players not to. Mm. Yeah, got a mean, re- retort for that one, smart guy. Square Enix is a bunch of dum dums. They, yeah, that's not much of a I mean, retort. We, that's not news. You're a retort. Okay, so uh, why don't we check out this uh, patch 4.4 trailer? Gonna watch it once, and we'll go back and do our usual. Yeah, we'll yep, watch it right. once, and then we'll go back with it on mute, uh, so that we can pause during certain scenes do and an, an, analyze. An depth analyst. Yes. That's right, analyst. Uh, so here we go. Here's the uh, patch 4.4 trailer for Prelude and Violet. Peggy 16. Peggy 16. Peggy 16. I literally have no idea what that opening was. I understood the last sign, expunging all forms of yeah, life. For the first part, I could not understand at all. Really poorly mixed. Indeed, to be able to welcome friends both old and new. Pray, accept my heartfelt thanks for your generous invitation. That's going to be a super boring scene, by the way. <laughs> Talk is rife that Doma has summoned a primal. I don't know. As more liberal voices are being drowned out in the fearful clamor of retribution. The Doma has summoned a primal. And it's as we feared. Yeah, we killed it already. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, Stupid Yomi. Yeah, ah, I like that name, (laughs) Stupid Yomi. Yeah, I just came up with that. (laughs) The Popularis. I wonder what the dragon we're fighting in the burn is. Just a dragon. It's just a dragon. Burn dragon. People are dead. Ash dragon. Yeah, but that's pretty far from Dravania to for a dragon to be, you know. But it's. I could not Ash. the spark of life that is his soul. Lantern ceremony. Why? Not a like a a, a funeral. <laughs> Maybe. Struck down before my eyes, and be powerless to help them. But the people you hold dear like random NPC is not main characters, yeah? Yes, right. Tenzin! Never main characters. Tenzin, I! Sheath your sword, I beg of you! I do like this song. I want to hear the whole thing. Oh, Nika! You weeb! What? It's you so cool weeb! Gay! It's better sounding than Skiomi's, and that was number one, so. Sorry, I thought it was garbage. I fully expect them to play this at FanFest and everybody to raise. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to. No, no. So, confirmation of uh, 
of uh, Midgar. Yeah, Midgar Soma right there. At a normal size. Yeah. Yes. And flying, not just like stuck in the side of the screen. Right. Please. I have no idea what that said. Pudding poop. Echo. Change something. Change. I can understand like every other word, maybe. Ahead looms light, expunging all form and life. I expunged your toilet earlier. Wait, that's the same line I was from the beginning without the echo. Twin dooms, only you can forestall. Twin dooms. Throw wide the gates that we may pass. Everyone's your immersion. I mean, this is already a world where things that make believe come to life, so. Ahead looms a calamity, eh? There you go. There is the uh, patch trailer for patch 4.4. Join 14 million adventurers Four- worldwide. 14 yep. million adventurers. Yeah, no. I don't know. That's vastly overstated. All right, so let's go back and actually kind of look at this, uh, you know, scene by scene, and uh, see what we can uh, what we can glean from this. Uh, interesting landscape that it op- the burn. opens up on. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be. I think it is though. Come on, you think Scranix is going to have like another? No, probably not. Zone? Probably not. No. So uh, here we see. Uh, Chaos, right? Chaos, Chaos. Yeah. Yep. 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 Get a nice, but, good but look. But the voiceover at him. is like Zeno, so they like they should try to like fuck you over with all of this. Like, oh, it, Zeno's is talking. Nika supporting Escalia's efforts to bridge LGBTQ and mainstream communities <laughs> by sounding like. Hey, I'm not a sore throat. <laughs> I was like, whoa, where's this going? Ooh, uh, I totally burned you. Yeah, you know I, that was good. I, I almost was, didn't be here today. Y'all should be grateful that I'm even here with my froggy ass voice. It was okay? a joke, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'd like all of us, by the way, going into this next wing of Omega to really temper our expectations. Because I think, looking, well, no, this is going to be the story patch. Well, so. okay, but but here's what you need to watch out for. Because the other ones have literally just been, all right, here we go. There's this fairy tale. Fight things from the fairy tale, right? So now going into this one, I think that chaos will probably be the final this one. The strongest fairy the, tale. The strongest fairy strongest tale of the fairies. So now we get to see how they're going to bridge this story from that dynamic into why we're fighting Midgar Swarmer and then Omega and then whoever the last one is. There's going to be a lot of Square Enix logic jumps here, so <laughs> don't expect any of them to make any sense whatsoever. I don't know, if they even somewhat connected, it'll be better than the Alexander story, so. Mm, I don't know. Well, you know. The Alexander story was dumb. It's not like they could have had I mean, previous they, patches explain this uh, whole stuff coming up to this whole logic leap, so. Praise Nika. <laughs> thanks, no, Warden. Thank, thank you. Thank, thanks, thank Warden. Thank you very much. I Getting, appreciate that. Obviously. And, and, and Nika, <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree. Uh, Alexander was boring and unimagined, but... Other than that, like I, I didn't find myself going. This is fucking stupid. Oh, I did every single patch. The only the last patch finally had a little bit of story where I cared about the characters because it actually explained a little. But like the first couple tier, I cared not at all. I wanted to punch every goblin and just never. Yeah, played. Alexander. So Alexander overall was was fairly. And bad. I guess I was just disappointed because there was so much lore and history tied to the the area of Charlan with mm-hmm. Alexander, and I was hoping to actually see the history of like them binding it and all the actual, you know, like. The actual but Lord the Horn of But instead, they just gave us a stupid love story that didn't matter. Or whatever the horn was. Horn of 
It wasn't the Hornet. Trey Bucket? Uh, Trebuchet. It wasn't. Well, I think it was... It was pronounced uh, Trey Bucket. Trey Bucket? Yes. Okay. It's it's French. (laughs) Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah. (laughs) It is is a drug movie tournament, Eric. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. yeah, I I mean, I want to see what 1.0 reference they end up shoehorning (laughs) in here. I don't. (laughs) Well, I I think it's going to have something to do with Midgar Summer because Midgar Summer Mm. was involved with one of the first... 1.0 1.0 cutscenes because he brings down the he brings down the guardianship yeah the guardian that, yeah, 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 yeah 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 it's the guardianship yeah and we Square Enix has shown that they just suddenly now remember that 1.0 exists by giving all the vet or the new players the the stupid earrings don't get me yeah. started 1.0 exists when it is convenient for them <laughs> kind of yeah mm-hmm. it, okay but also thinking of Midgard Stormer irrelevant we do know that they he has had history with Omega somehow even though Omega that is also true yeah from outer space and although I mean, Midgard Stormer is technically from somewhere uh, else too right? I, yeah I was just yeah. about to say dragons that, are from that's, space that's, that's right yeah, and then well, Midgard, Midgard Summer came to the earth and then had the seven worm babies exactly right? so yeah. so yeah that, that actually that makes sense because both Omega and him hmm. so these illegal airy aliens are jumping <laughs> over to our planet and stealing our gerbs um, they took our gerbs they took our gerbs um alright so yes chaos uh, you know we already knew I mean, that I mean, chaos yeah, was gonna he's be the big bad of fun. when you think Final Fantasy he, he's he's the evil so no he's not he's the first boss how yeah. dumb I so, mean but when you I know but I don't want to say like the city is not canon but when you think about who it's like the big you know he's chaos he's the leader of evil that's nobody just, ca- the city is not canon Nika I know but like when you so forget know, about it iconic though it's junk. it makes sense for chaos to be like the final I don't know. The I, I, I fully expected if this last wing wasn't just going to be you know like FF7 or or whatever I'm so glad it's not FF7 me, yeah me too me, me too. too but, but I fully see, I fully expected that if it didn't follow that here's another fairy tale fight all the bosses type things that it was just going to be a big emulgation of trash like this whole tier is just it's not going to make any sense whatsoever I have I think, absolutely I think, no hope for it. See, I have I have some kind of hope just because I know that Midgard Stormer and Omega are both tied to the story. So, so well, I, I, I I'm genuinely curious about um and and this ties into the the Blue Fever leaks. What you know, because because with this trailer, that's confirmed several of of the things outlined in those mm-hmm. leaks. Yep. So if that's to be believed, interesting story. When can I buy the book, Kappa? Oops, wrong game. No, you'll be able to buy the book in yeah, about a, 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 a FanFest. Yeah. Well, FanFest and then two years from that. So yeah. um, anyway, uh, so uh, what was I saying? Um, I was saying something. Con- confirm link. You're probably going to Adam and Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, is uh, That's what I'm I'm really curious to end up seeing is I mean, that to the me sounds Adam like and Eve. Some, Adam and Eve to me sounds like we're fighting like the creator of life or some bullshit. Or the creator of Omega. Creator of Omega, or, yeah. Of Omega, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Might I, even have some ties to Midgar Sormer as well since they both, again, came from somewhere off of Eorzea. I still yeah. genuinely hope that we're triggering a calamity and we don't know it. That's what I, I mean. Hope. The very last line of the trailer says a calamity is on the horizon. Or calamity calamity. Yeah, but always I mean, on the it, horizon. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I mean, that's that's sort of like the the big boogeyman in the background of every plot point is like, are we on the n- next calamity? Well, but we know how many calamities have there been, though. We know that after so many years, there's always another there's one. Been seven. How right? long seven? will this calm last? Ooh, hope sin doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, fair point. Um, but uh, all right, so moving up in the trailer a little bit, we get uh, this scene around the uh, the this uh, is table as such a boring scene. Okay, yeah, probably. But no, I can tell you what's happening in this scene when he's all like, "Thank you for the invitation." We're inviting Doma to join the fucking alliance. And this scene will have no music in it or anything. It will just be like dead silence and then voiceovers, and it will just be the worst, most boring piece of trash. That I, I will you know what I never noticed? Over. You know what I never noticed? How goddamn derpy the fucking Griffin is on that flag. It's so derpy. That's a little derpy. It's oh oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm liberated. <laughs> I'm liberated. Liberate. Yeah, dude. No, that that was that is just the derpiest flag out of all of the flags in Aorzia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chibisite, they have the derpiest. Chibisite in the chat saying it's time for the dark side of the Final Fantasy. Bring it. I wish it was. But since the beginning of uh, A Realm Reborn, when Yoshi P said that's what we're doing is returning to the dark roots of FF, we've gone the opposite way, and I there's nothing if they dark. Had I don't know. Anonimo, that I would I still be on board with that, but they didn't. I, so. I don't know that FF ever really had dark roots. I mean, there's mm. there's points there's points in there in the series, but I don't know that I could I could call it a dark. Series. I mean, darkest it ever got was six. Six, six. six was the darkest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, seven was still kind of. It was bleak, but yeah, seven was very grim. Yeah, yeah. Well, because um, one of the big, uh, 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 you know, points of that was the whole idea that death is final. And there's nothing you can do to change that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Again, a big theme of uh, of seven. Obviously, not carried over to fourteen in any way. Shape, no. Or form. <laughs> no. Uh, all no, right. But, all right. But later on in the, in the trailer, we go back to this scene, but like it's kind of like we're in the echo and it's like blue wavy fuzzy shit so i think something might go down really you think so and we like lose control of the echo or it's like Mm. echo poison or Mm. something we'll Mm. see later on i'm sure yeah right now right here in the trailer they were mentioning i think it was uh uh, thancrid mentioned something about the primal being summoned in doma so i think we're we're gonna see some aftermaths of what happened with yatsuyu just more darling propaganda yeah yeah. Wait, what are they looking at right there? Is that they're, like, they're, they're in the burn? So we're out there looking for Alpha now. Yeah, yeah but I'm trying to figure out what they're looking at. I mean, it bodies, bone, bones. Is big, that bone? Or is that no? It's bones. mechanical. Giant look boners. at the screw up in the oh, top yeah. right. Oh yeah, you know what? There is a screw right there. I it's do mechanical. That. That's not bone. Interesting. That's, that's oh, what happens. Okay, you find so boners as you screw. It's the burnt out like <laughs> chassis of like one of those claw things or something. Maybe. I mean, or maybe it's every time a ship flies through here that gets shot down. Like this might be the area where Garlemald's like, nah, nope. Could be. Could be. That, like could be no twi- that could be twisted wreckage and then it's like just kind of covered with uh, the sand. The Bermuda Triangle? Th- shut Wait, up. Is that sand or snow? I always thought it was snow. That's no, th- I think that that's it's it's a like a it's supposed to be like a you know how mm-hmm. after like a so nuclear blast there's a nuclear oh, winter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. all devoid of aether so there is no life here. Yeah, yeah. actually, actually oh, okay, what we're probably okay. seeing is the wreckage of the ship that Alpha now and everyone else was on. Right. Yeah. Oh, and we're like looking yep. for him and yep. so this is his... Right. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, in the very next scene, you, there's a body who is also kind of severely covered in that mm-hmm. soot. Oh, so. and then, uh, yeah. And then Alice gets all sad about people dying. So that's probably our, our men, right? Probably. Uh, and then it looks like we're going to be flying into the burn on uh, the, 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 the old mounts. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever those are. Um, the Eagles, Mr. Frodo, know. the Eagles. Yeah, right. Like, Jesus. that's all I thought was like, oh, God, here are the Eagles from Tolkien again. We're fighting some kind of. Yeah. And I mean, here's. Uh, OK, so 
I'm a little bit disappointed here that the burn and granted that the burn would probably be a very boring zone if it were a zone, but that we have a case of a large tract of land in FF14 being kind of boiled down to just being a dungeon, mm-hmm. right? Hey, like, Tall is the same way. Exactly, well, <laughs> and I had a problem with it then. I mean, yep. it's just, you know, as someone who's who's interested in the, you know, how the maps fit together and, and the evolution of the world, uh, especially between you know 1.0 and 2.0 and you know like this i i hate when they do this see this is i think this is a little bit different from uh, uh zolfatol because you're right i think we all shared a very similar point on zolfatol is that it was such a rife and fertile ground to be explored when you talk about the burn you're right whatever is out there it's not a whole lot of anything so i don't think anybody wanted to actually explore it but the possibilities the lore you know what eventually led up to an entire region being completely devoided of aether. I mean, we that, could probably find lots of old wreckage and ancient the, bullshit there if right, we right. to explore, that, which but, would be kind but, of cool. But, it's but be, that could have been such an interesting story if leading that sto- up to what did that. I, I'll, I'll say this. If that story is told in flavor text, I'm going to be pissed. Mm. The second <laughs> the second thing is, is that, like, uh, I, I mean, again, uh, you know, you have a, a, a supposedly a very big section of the map that accounts for the burn, right? And what I think is most disappointing about that is we know FF14, we know uh, Square Enix's development style, especially for dungeons. This isn't going to be a wide open area that has, you know, zones. It's going to be fucking hallway, circle area, hallway, circle area, hallway, circle. It would be so nice if they did it differently and then you could find what path you want to take. And maybe the the, the bosses roam different areas and you have to find them. I would would love that. I I would welcome that. It, it would be really cool because man, you so, guys I mean, really like World of Warcraft. <laughs> as as beautiful as you know, the one thing we do say it looks cool about the dungeons is the aesthetic of it, and I think the fact that there's no aesthetic to this gives them the opportunity to do something different, whether or not they will take that. that sounds hard. A different story, but let's just make I, a hallway dungeon. Like, like seriously, I would love, I would welcome that. I would love that if that was actually the case. But what evidence do we have that Square Enix is even interested in making a dungeon like that? Zero. They've never made a dungeon like that in the fucking. I mean, they probably won't. But that, yeah, that's what this it's gonna area. Be, it's going to be hallway dungeon or hallway circle but boss I'm room. Hallway circle boss room. How they do that here, though? Like it would literally invisible have to be just a hallway walls. and it, no, yeah, and invisible, invisible, with invisible walls. walls. Absolutely. Because they caves? caves yeah caves sure because like there's definitely not any hills or nope. things to climb here's what'll here. be happening Nigga. you'll be running along the sandy you know path and then as you get to the edge of where the wall would be there will just be a slight ditch can't go that way there's a ditch there yeah or just like really long spine of a creature that's like oh right. i guess i better not climb that who knows what's on the I other side i just want to get lost in a dungeon like once right like not just turned around and oh now I'm going the wrong way, but I mean like which way do we go Guys, next? Guys, Tarot Tarot says we do not know. Let's do not judge it. <laughs> we don't know what they're doing with this dungeon. Don't don't, don't, we, don't, we, don't judge. We it. only we only have six years worth of development history but to be able to judge. You don't not know. Don't not know. <laughs> Hey, what? I mean, don't I'm pretty judge. sure. I'm pretty sure that you know, if we if we just kind of back us back this up here, right? Uh, and and we look like there's forward progression. It looks like we're at the side of a hill. Shit, Tara, we know. 
We know. It's right there. Shit. It's right there. I'm sorry, man. Like, again, I tried to rally for your like, cause. Like, look, it, there is no open spaces. They're already funneling us <laughs> into boss rooms. I, I, it's I just, I know, I know what this is going to be already. I tried. It looks like a dungeon. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Because it is a dungeon. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's... Uh, continue on here uh all right this is actually i think the only part that i think i'm interested in is how some of the tribes out in the azim steps have been just they they look completely devoid of any sort of life is this the azim steps i don't think i don't know that it is is it well because because later well again because this this is this is elfino and who we think is uh gaius oh right right. so So this is probably spend the whole patch trying to catch up to them right like this has got to be the other side of the burn so is this the first kind of like outlying areas of garlemal that we're (laughs) starting to see right like either that or they've doubled back around no they couldn't they, no, I mean, they're on the, they're still going towards Garland. yeah they have no yeah. reason not to be yeah and alpha note also has no clue that we're behind him and following him either. correct interesting yeah otherwise they'd wait for us yeah, I, mean, I, I think that this is the first kind of out- outskirts of Garamal. Uh, first well, outskirts area of, of Garamal. Uh, yeah. uh, Doris is saying, could this possibly be the the Shadowhunters camp they're going back to, and they've been attacked by something? That very well could uh, be. I honestly, I, I'm going to go with that. I feel like that that has maybe not the, the most like, evidence, like but that Dias's camp is yes. That that well, that's, that was yes, that was the, that was their yeah. destination, right? That's yep, where they yeah. were taking Elfina. Oh, that's true. Okay, this yeah, this has got to be their their yeah. That, yeah, they get back and everyone's already been destroyed somehow. Yeah. Oh, Shit, because man. now that would then cause them to they now need to seek out more allies which could lead them back to us for whatever yeah. reason what do you, you look at that person's face if you go back like her eyeballs are completely like yeah. sucked out yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. She's been, like they've been sucked of ether so yeah like. i mean well because that i mean it's very similarly to uh after yishtola went through all of that mm-hmm. thing how her eyes went white it's a little little similar. Well, Maybe well, that's what happens what, when you're completely drained of of Aether. I was going to say we haven't seen anything like this in in at any other point in the game. Something dying in this sort of way, right? This is something completely I th- new. I to think us. you may be. I think you may be correct. Yeah, I don't think we've seen this mm-hmm. before. So yeah, Tara Tara said they're dead, just dead. I'm like, yeah, they're dead, but they didn't <laughs> die because they got like killed with a sword yeah like, she wasn't just they stabbed. definitely died because they were drained of something like their eye like in, their in a unnatural way she was killed in an, an, an unnatural pale, way like, yeah. yeah like it's yeah so what do you guys think this elegant structure that we're running through is i'm very interested oh, by that okay because we're getting we're getting two dungeons the other ones is saint uh, cocaine's arboretum yeah yep. so i don't think this. i don't um, think it's gonna be that how many and people then, are there uh looks like four four Looks like it. Hmm. Yep, and those are definitely players. They're not the NPCs. Remember, so, remember the 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 Saint Cocaine's is underground. We're going down below. Oh, the it could Arboretum. be part of the burn. Hmm. Yeah, it, this. The, the, I'm thinking that the this burn? is the the third. You know how dungeons like a, dungeons generally have three, three distinct sex, yeah. areas that yeah. they're broken down into. Taro, taro. And the first, <laughs> so the first section he's saying is the burn guys. You don't know that Taro Taro. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, it, it must be that this is like the exit to Garlemald side of the burn. And this is where Elf that's what I'm we'll, thinking. We'll come out and we'll find, will we find the camp? That would be cool if we can explore that stupid, that camp too. That's, that's what I'm thinking. So maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not totally Alagon. Maybe this is, 
This has a little Garlean. bit of, has a little bit of garlic because it's it's glowing blue. So mm-hmm. you would think that maybe that's powered by cerulean. Cerulean, yeah. So, um, all right, the, mage, blue mage confirmed. <laughs> it's blue, and then we get the stupid light ceremony in Doma. Who cares? Who cares? People die. Who cares? Nobody. It's sad. We have to remember. No. Them. I don't care at all. And really? We have to remember them? I've seen Names, name light. one name. Name one name that we have to remember. So I, I think we're also getting a little bit of a preview of the next Eureka area the, in the, here, too. The, the one Eureka cutscene we're going to get, yeah. If you zoom in on the girl potato's sword, that's Odin's sword. I think sword. that's actually a boy, isn't it? Is that really? It, that, it is, that a is a boy. boy it is a yeah. boy. The androgynous, a boy. the androgynous, the androgynous, the androgynous Lollafell. Shut up! You think it that's o- you, th- you think that's Odin's sword? I don't think it is. That's Odin's sword. Are you sure? Well, well that uh, is. They're not saying they're that. The, same, the same model. Okay. Yes. Let me go. let me let me back that up. I mean, I don't know why they would okay, use yeah, Odin's yeah, yeah, model. Yeah. I think I see it because I, lazy. I mean, oh, it's on. it's like a glowing version of Odin's. Well, when you unsheath Odin's sword, the it, it glows it, like it, that. It glows, Are you and, sure? then it, and then it goes back to a normal sword. Hmm. But only when you unsheath it does it do the cool little glow. Just pulses once and then goes back to a normal sword. Yeah, uh, interesting. Well, in any case, uh, it does look like this may be the first little preview of the evil the Red third, Aura. Yeah, the third uh, Eureka area. Have fun getting that cutscene as you know it's the last one in Eureka. It'll only take you. 20 hours <laughs> so uh here we go with uh suzaku she's not wearing the dress no she's Where's not the- wearing the dress oh man she, are you telling me this boss has wardrobe changes <laughs> this is <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> Was that Suzaku? The be- I guess it was. Well, because I, I mean, so it, it would have to be, then? even though even though the voiceover at the time was saying Tenzin sheath your blade. I think that's supposed to be Suzaku talking to Tenzin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or or we're at, I mean, because we know we always get a Tenzin flashback scene for each one. But the thing is, she says Tenzin sheath your blade. It's me. Makes it sound like she's confusing us for Tenzin. Right. That's oh, what it's I possible. Mm. Yeah. Could be. Maybe she's going crazy and she thinks we're Tenzin. Well, of course she's going because crazy. Because we that's have the same, down. the same aura. Hmm. The same aura. Having seen him in the Echo, she might be sensing that. Yeah. She sounds hot. All right, there. Now she has her. her Now she has her dress. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Great. Awesome. This song is so weeby. It like is. Nika. How, what makes it weeby? Oh, oh come on. This sounds like it was ripped straight out of a goddamn anime intro. Sailor Moon. Like, I'm going to start seeing Mas- the silhouette. I'm going to start thing. seeing the silhouette of characters start flashing and scrolling by my screen. Ye to twine yon. Oh, my yeah, God. I think it sounds cool. You're terrible. You are a bigot. <laughs> No, I just, are, I don't think, I don't, I like, I'm not totally in love with the character model, right? Like, I'm just, I'm, it, with the poofy dress and the leggings and the, Where did Koji t- touch you? What? what? What's your problem with Kuja? It's I, I mean, a, it's it does kind of look like Kuja. Kuja. It looks like a, a less feminine Kuja. They knew they weren't going to be able to get... <laughs> but Kuja's a dude. This is a chick. I know. That's Nika. Thank you for explaining the joke. No, I know that's a joke, but what I'm saying is now this is better because it's actually a girl. You don't know Suzaku's gender, Nika. D- did you just assume Suzaku's gender? I think she just assumed wow. Suzaku's I gender. Did. Guys, I think it's 2018, really. Jeez, I think we're going to really need to have some uh, some HR uh, meetings a little bit later on in the week, Nika. I, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Rye and see if they can maybe recommend someone <laughs> to help us, get this, <laughs> help us get this back in line. All right, Jesus. guys? No, I, I look, I... I, I <laughs> 
All right. I'm, I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of this anyway. The fact that it's not just a bird the entire way through, which I fully expected them to do. It's not just a skin thing. Right. I'm, I'm willing to cut it a little bit more slack. But I mean, other than that, like, what the f- I guess what the fuck did you expect? Really? What, what else did you really want like, out ri- of it? But she's how she's like riding on the bird there. Yeah. So is it like Suzaku or is it Suz? I don't know. That's kind of. Weird. I don't know. I, I just I feel like this is pretty well in line. I, I mean, uh, it's another fucking primal fight. A, exactly. Apart from giving her a giant limb from the bird like they did with uh, with Biaku, which I, I wanted, the <laughs> you know, the cock cock. <laughs> Jeez. No. Stop. Why? That would have been wonderful. It's fine. Um, I guess I do feel uh, like, you know, when you look at Biaku, that was just straight up like something that was completely original. They're just like, look, Biaku, fucking tiger arm, let's go. And the fact that this is, like you said, it's essentially just Kuja. There is a part of me that's just like, so you Kuja. just ripped off. It, ha- it has a Kuja? Kuja vibe, but the outfit, like, put, pull up Kuja's outfit. They are not as similar as you think. Uh, the trans Trans Kuja. Do we need to say Trans Kuja for you, Specifically, Nika? yes. Not normal Kuja in his white gown when you see him walking around. Hey, trans Kuja is just like a bunch of feathers. What are you talking about? Trans Kuja is like white paint, like white body paint and red feathers all over. That looks nothing like this. I don't know. I don't know. Like they have a, like, I didn't... Looking at this looks like, like I could see the Kuja aesthetic, but they didn't just rip it from Kuja. Like they're very different. Uh, not different enough for my taste. Sorry. Yeah, they're know. the same, Nika. I'm or maybe sorry. it's either feathers or fur, because he's one of those like stupid fur. I, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm just not into the whole like pseudo dancer thing that that this has got going yeah. on. And with the with the uh, uh, the quasi magical girl theme, the whole thing's just so yeah, kind of. It is yeah. an Eastern primal. Like someone said in the chat, you have to expect like Eastern weeby songs Who's, from Eastern weeby. <coughs> Who said that? Area. Who said that? We're banning uh, that person. Who said it? <laughs> uh, Come I'm out right now, um, Isa thirteen. Yeah, fuck you, Isa thirteen. Yeah, How about yeah, that? You're, you're banned. <coughs> I'm choking up for some reason. <clears throat> I I am just I'm not into the I'm not into the to the model design of any of these. A giant kaleidoscope area. It just seems goofy. Still like, a circle. Why Still is a circle? I, I, like why why do they have to transform into humanoids? <laughs> they, it, because they're animals. Well, because they're people. I also and, learned that I'm secretly a furry. And the metaphor there is that aren't we all animals on no, the inside? No, we're not. I'm an animal in the bedroom, Daddy. Taro Taro says LBR hates weeb things. Are you just going <laughs> to point out other obvious things? Welcome to 2017, buddy. Oh my God. I don't hate weeb things unless they're really crazy. Shut up, Nika. This, this does not fall on the cringe level of weeb. It doesn't. I'm sorry. I think it does. Really? Yeah. Mm. Especially with the song, too. The song just puts it over the top. And she doesn't even have, like, big boobs. Like, what's the point? Oh, my God. I know, no. right? Oh my God! See, uh, <laughs> Why this? This right here is what confused me earlier with the uh, seeing the the auras because we do see some NPCs here from the Azim steps. Yeah, that's well, yeah. Stupid. I mean, clearly here we do see so, the Azim steps. So, what so. exactly does the MSQ take us here, or do you think this is where we I go? I think we're getting them as allies Suzaku? for something. Because doesn't she say oh, something why? like she's excited to finally see 
battle. Well, the, some this point. guy, this guy right here, back. this guy He's right here makes his return. I yeah. think, yeah, no, we're, we're probably forging an alliance with him. We, I mean, what we already ruled I don't know. over them. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to forge. An, we don't have to forge an alliance. Yeah. We won the Nadam Bowl. Oh we no, rule we, them. We need their fucking flying mounts to be able to fly into the burn. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh my oh, god! Oh wow! But we already have one. We, we have one flying being, mounts, but we need we need we need all of our need all of our friends. Exactly. There's some kind of way that the Garleans have to detect metal, so we need something organic, and okay. we need their All giant right. birds. So let but me I call bet, this. I bet they come with us, though. Like, the one nope. like I'm excited to see the, the fight again. I think we're going to use them also to come and take down Garleans, because we can't do it with No, no, no. Don't, don't, you get, your, so? don't get your hopes up. This is what's going to happen. We're going to go out there, and even though you're right, we already rule over them. We're going to be like, we need your birds, and that guy's going to be like, oh, well, I have a challenge for you to take in order oh to get it. God. And we have to do a solo duty, and that's why that chick's excited to fight, because now she gets to fight us. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we have to but prove ourselves again. Doesn't matter. They have to, we have to prove <laughs> ourselves again to use the fucking birds that we already own. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Here's a yeah. challenge for you. Get down your fucking knees and suck my dick. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Both of you guys at the same time, because that's how big my dick is. Wow. That's a little bit much, Josh. Really big. Okay, so uh, here lick, we have... Lick, lick my balls! Thanks. Uh, here we have uh, Midgar Somer. This flying is in. so disappointing. Um, I, this is so. Well, if they tied into the story, well, I won't care. But no, the fact been, that, that but we, I've been, dude, I have been curious about Midgar Somer since we we did the dungeon with him in it. Yep, and 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 look, the fact that we got to fight the spirit of and the way they designed that fight, I was cool with that. Now we actually get to fight Midgar Somer properly, <laughs> and they just size her down to a normal dragon. This is. This is th- this. I mean, this Midgard Stormer could be corrupted version of Midgard Stormer that Omega the, took over. It, so that's that's fine. Midgard Stormer isn't a big dragon anymore. I mean, he exists inside all of us. I'm going to assume that the reason we're probably fighting is because Omega realizes Midgard Stormer's power, and the whole idea yeah. is is that all the most powerful things have to fight each other. That's why we're being put up against what I would assume is his recreation of her. Yeah, Omega fact- recreated Midgard Stormer based on how Midgard Stormer was when Omega first fought Midgard Stormer. Right, but ago. Midgard Stormer is, we know that Midgard Stormer is way bigger than that. That's why I'm really disappointed. Well, that- I mean, that's pretty fucking big. That's bigger than no, the Hummus. It's, it's not Midgar. as big as the fucking ship yeah, that it was took a, down. It was Holy a giant fuck. airship. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like, look how small the people are. Like, this it is doesn't matter. Than no, 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 it doesn't no, matter. No, no, it doesn't no. matter. It's, it's not th- big enough. That the this is actually this character model looks smaller than race valgar yeah mm, yeah yeah maybe you yes. know like it looks it looks about maybe as big as uh um, okay tarot, what's, tarot, what's, right. hang on what's what's the last uh what's the last mob that we fight in um in uh the the uh the the big raid the alliance raid right now <laughs> god uh, oh, the biggest one that we fought. Tiamat? No, 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 no. Something like that. Yazamat. Yazamat, yeah. It, it looks yeah, about as big. Yazamat. It yep. looks about as big as Yazamat. Yeah, yeah. To people in the chat saying, well, it's Omega's version. Yes, I know it's Omega's version. The point is that Omega can create anything that it wants to. And the fact that it wants to put us up against one of the strongest beings imaginable and its version is something small when you could have made this gigantic fucking ass dragon. That's a big well, fucking Arjun letdown. Has Gigantic a good point. We fucking know, ass. We know that <laughs> yeah. Midgard Stormer can change his size. Like we have a little tiny minion version yeah. of him. We have a mouse yes. size version of him. The point so, is, is that Square Enix had the ability to make us fight something massive and just gave us another fucking normal ass dragon. They probably thought it was too soon after Shinryu. Doesn't matter. It's fucking stupid. Shinryu was too small. Anyway. 
I'm a little I'm a little disappointed by this. Seems Super like you, disappointed. You have size envy over there, Com. <laughs> Kenny says PS4 limitations. That eh, could be. Mm. Switch limitations. <laughs> so we know it's coming to the Switch, right? I mean, it better. And here's all this weird. It, it would be cool. Wait, stuff. You're wait, right. Wait, wait, Actually, so okay. So, so this is what Sid's hand is shaking. Yeah. Yeah, Sid's hand is shaking. And then in uh, the next scene, we actually, this is this is interesting because this is what you were talking about earlier, Kahlo, where we've got that meeting scene that Excuse looks... Excuse me, Kahlo. That was, that was yep, Nope, I definitely, I, definitely, I definitely brought up the weird no, echo. No, Kahlo brought this up. No, that was No, juxta. this is definitely Kahlo. Kahlo brought this up. You're, so you're welcome. We see this scene a little bit a little bit later on, and, and it looks all echoey. Right, and like, but and not both, good echoey. It's but look, bad at the echoey. warrior of light looks like scared and panicking, looking around, and then Yastola and uh, uh, what's her face, Alice, are like holding their heads. What if and the Asians dropped in? The Asians re-reveal themselves now somehow at this meeting, sort of talking into everyone's minds. Because it might not be an echo. It doesn't. That doesn't look like. Yeah, I don't think this is the echo. It, I, it looks like there's some shit happening in the room because like everyone's holding yeah. their heads or looking scared. Mm-hmm. Like someone's talking directly into our minds. Yeah. Could be. Well, I don't know. The first of all, the warrior of light looks like he's in like this nega space. Like he's not a part of what is going on. He's not in that uh, room. No, I there think is so. literally nothing behind him. Nothing. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's true. I thought maybe it was a wall, but you're right. Maybe no, there's nothing. there's literally nothing behind him. It's like he's in a void. So, um, but you do clearly see the room in every other shot. Okay, hold this. on here. Uh, 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 Blue Cloud says only the people with the echo seem to be in pain, and everyone else is like, "Hey, why are these is, people you know, have the Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! Does Sid have the echo? Because his his hand is shaking there. No. Does well, his hand isn't shaking like this. He's, he's not version? in the. He's his not hand in that was room, like though. twitching. He's That's not, different than this. Sid's not in this room. Yes, no, Sid's not in there. You're right. No, but that was that was the scene, dir- like two or three scenes no, directly preceding. Sid, it. To, to, Nero, Sid to, to Nero. That's it. That's probably an Omega. There it thing. is. This is here's yeah. This this is Sid somewhere completely different. Yeah, yeah, entirely different. He's just having Alzheimer's. Don't worry about him. But he does. It does look like his hand is is it, shaking. It is, it oh is, yeah, definitely. definitely. It is. But that's. I think that has something to do with Omega, probably, because then it goes into Nero directly after that. True. Oh, yeah, um, Omega probably does something mean to Sid because we have to do something mean to all of our friends. Sid has Parkinson's. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think maybe like, those with Echo are being attacked somehow. Maybe. I don't think it's it. just... No, because the only people we know with the Echo are fucking us, Kryl, Minfilia, and, like, Yasail. Nobody, like... Aaron well, and then the one, it? Yeah, Aaron Vald. The, two, the, like, the, the, the twins don't have some version of it? No, no. none of the Scions mm. have that. Okay, interesting. And none of the leaders have it either. Get so, another get more fucking Omega shit. Yeah, we get more looks at uh, Omega. <laughs> it looks like chaos farts on us at one point. <laughs> Probably does. I mean, I would. Kind of curious what that feather is. That seems like it's going to have some kind of importance. The no, battle. The I battle. Can tell you what that feather is? When we finish the raid, uh, Elf is like, "All right, uh, it's time for me to go now," and disappears and leaves you with that feather that ends up being the minion. Oh, really? Sure. Don't we already have a minion? I don't know. It's, it's going to have to do something good with Alpha, because I think we're going to find out what Alpha it, yeah, is, it, right? Yeah, it's our keepsake. Or maybe Alpha, because Alpha and Omega, Alpha is going to actually turn into Adam and Eve. 
Oh, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe, I mean, because Alpha's the alpha, creation. Omega. Yeah, right? they, yeah. Mm, maybe. And, and, and even Omega doesn't realize why Alpha is such a weird anomaly. Hmm. Hmm. Would not surprise me. No. Alpha has to sacrifice himself to do what others can't. I do have to just say, do it. I do have to say that this fight looks fun, though. Yeah, against uh think, oh yeah, my look, god there's that little mega space again visually looks very, very good yeah yeah i did i did where you got to be like directly under him yeah i i mean i'll be interested to, to eventually find out exactly what the name means like like what the inviolate is supposed to be in reference uh, to. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. red plus blue equals violet confirmed blue mage yeah oh, okay <laughs> Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. I know that we had Infinity Rush from Ferry uh, hanging on the line, but unfortunately, they hung up. Give us a call back. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord, if you have the guts. So uh, I think that this is really interesting, though, because of what it has confirmed from the blue fever leaks. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's most of it has been about 90 percent on the nose. Honestly, the the, the, the whole all the raid bosses is what I'm most interested in, because, again, three for three so far. Yeah. The fourth one's got to be an Adam and Eve, even if it isn't specific, like an Adam and Eve. Even yeah, if they, something may, they may call it something else. Right, but yeah. it's like you can see the stupid connection. Right. That's, I think, probably out of all of them right now, what I'm most interested in. Uh, uh, Juxa, can you go go over what this person, like, like what, are they, what are they now correctly called? All right, so they correctly named uh, three point, or 4.3's Primal, which is Stupid Yomi. <laughs> uh, specific story events for 4.3, specifically the Alpha No NPC Stupid Duty. Oh, where we got to play as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They also called the Monster Hunter World crossover event. And that's actually that's an interesting one. If, if, if they if they knew that that was going on in yeah, the but no, but I I feel like all of this is very specific. Like skew me, like that's it's something super, we've never heard in like yeah. yeah. Only we only ever heard that in Final Fantasy, some weird random one, mm-hmm. like not even as a primal or any kind of big summon. Like and it's in lore. Like it's not anything that we would have thought would be coming. Yeah, no, this Plus, isn't playing this, as Alpha No when we've never played as an NPC right, before. Yeah. Like that's I, very specific. It, it's super specific, and it's it's specific enough. Uh, you're right that it's not somebody just generalizing or. This putting out there on they, staff or they know someone on, yeah, on yes. staff who's telling them these things in confidence seems like it yeah i mean but yet they keep leaking it to like i feel like someone's got to figure out who it is at this mm, right I, I mean if they're if they're or, or smart they're doing of, it on purpose to, to like they might i mean that could talking. that you know what that could be it too um is you know i i've i've seen some of um you know some of these uh folks you know who will kind of leak things on purpose to get the rumor mill talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Square Enix does that. I, I, mean, I don't know. I I legitimately don't know. But the fact that this has been accurate is impressive. Yeah, very uh, impressive. They also called uh, the Alpha Skate bosses Chaos Midgard Summer and Omega, and then they also obviously called. Um, well, they're. Adam and Eve is the fourth one, which we right. have we, no confirmation. We, we have yet. no confirmation about. So um, it'll be interesting because if that, I think if if that ends up panning out, then we can kind of look at some of those other leaks and go, you know, this we can actually look at that with a little bit of shred of truth. Yeah, be like, okay. this might be true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to our phone lines in uh, I guess Infinity Rush from the ferry server called back. What's going on, Infinity Rush? 
Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Hey, don't make Great. fun of my uh, <laughs> don't make fun of my phone service, Nero. That's cold. What's up, man? I want to talk to you guys about um, about these lovely dungeons that um, Square Enix are putting up for us to run through. Which you know they look beautiful at times, especially if you're the first the the first uh, first time player. But like over time, you know the hardcore players, we're looking for something too, right? I think y'all, I think you talked about it a couple of episodes back where we do forward, 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 boss fight, forward, 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 boss fight, yep. forward, boss fight, done. I had to rehearse that. Um, <laughs> but there could be so much more that could be given to us as hardcore players with this burn. Um, okay, put a doggone treasure map in there. How about that? How about you put a few treasure maps in there? Expand that bad boy. I, or, I um, like that idea. You know, get, give us give us something because I mean I've been I've just the same I've been going on and then I be off and then I be on again and I yeah. be off again and it's like. Okay, give me a reason to play this game besides, all right, I caught up on the patch and now I'm done. I guess I'll go twiddle my fingers. And I know that's what Yoshida-san, you know, he he, kind of gave that out. Like, hey, this is a game that you can kind of go back and forth on. But, like, keep me in the game, buddy. I pay for this sub. Keep me in the game. No, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm 100% with you there. Uh, And and it's frustrating because as a a, a veteran MMO player, and I'm not just talking as a veteran FF14 player, but just someone who has played MMOs for the better part of of my adult life, is that I only want one MMO. I don't want to juggle MMOs. Oh, please. I want one one MMO that meets all of my, my my needs as uh, you know an online as a male as an online gamer oh <laughs> you know what i mean like and it's and and yeah. and, and i i understand that that's kind of a that's kind of lofty to to ask anyone to to right. you know go out there and do um it, but the thing about it is is that you know like i think that saying like oh well there's so many mmos you could go play a few of them that's a really bad way of justifying low output of of content or bad output of content exactly and, and, and not only that Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, and more than that is is look at how predictable the content has become. Is, you know, even in the abstract, we here as a podcast have called so many different things time time and time again. You know, oh, it's just going to be another hallway with a circle boss room, hallway with a circle boss room. It's not, yep. that's, that's not a, a judgment uh, that's based on the show. That is just observation of the way that Square Enix presents its content content in ff14 so you know it's it listen it's it, it, you know it's not entirely ff14's fault that it's gotten stuck in this rut but the developers have not done a good enough job of pulling it out of the rut writing the ship and writing the ship for the majority of of the players which at this point are veteran players you you, right. uh, you cannot tell me subscribers right, yeah for, right. right 14 million <laughs> subscribers you can't but but like you can't tell me that the majority of this game isn't sitting at fucking level cap 
every right. every census that we've ever had out of this game tells us that the majority of people who are playing are sitting at level cap. That means that you are not expanding the game in the in, for the majority of the people. You're trying to expand your base so that more people try it out. And I think that that has been the wrong way to develop an MMO that's in its third expansion cycle. And now that we're uh, uh, yeah, now that we're going into our uh, fourth expansion cycle, I really like one of the things I need to hear from Square Enix at FanFest is that they are going to be dedicating themselves to making content for people who have been playing this game longer than, you know, a couple of months. That's going to yeah. be a really key thing for me, um, you know, at at FanFest. And, and that's something I want to hear out of Square Enix. So, I, I mean... The the dungeons could be so much more. You know, you have an opportunity to introduce mechanics and and even map designs inside of dungeons that are interesting and engaging and layered, and yet they don't, right? Like, how do we have overworld zones that are some of the most uniquely designed zones in all of MMOs, but yet every dungeon, every single dungeon that we have in this game, except for thousand maws of toto rock is a total hallway the uh, circle room boss fight hallway circle room boss fight there's no variability to the path there's no pl- decision that the players have to make it's incredibly monotonous it's like i'm playing final fantasy 10 something if go ahead no go ahead I was going to say they could do something as simple. Hey, look at some of these video, these mobile, these um, mobile games they got out here. The Temple Run. Why don't you have a boss chase us right back to the entrance, for example? That would be kind of interesting, kind of weird. I know it's not different. Fantasy I just want different, scale, but I mean, it'd be different, right? Yeah, it's just something different, right? We had to run from tomberries before those big giant tomberries. That was was a different mechanic. They haven't done anything. Problem is, guys, even if they do something different one time, after you've done it three or four times a day, all week long, week after week after week, it's the same thing. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, but if you do 80 different things, then the whole game feels different. It does. And and, uh, again, Elder Scrolls Online is really good about that. Like, the way that they vary their dungeon designs between dungeons, some of them are zones, and you have, you know, complete autonomy to decide which boss you want to take on first right and like once you take uh once you beat three of the bosses the fourth uh boss room unlocks you know like or dungeons that double back around on themselves where it feels like hey you're in a zone you go complete one objective come back to a previous room and suddenly that room's a boss room right like it's little shit like that that square enix could do that would take it away from the monotony of hallway boss room hallway boss room right like that's not even a big thing but just to start little by little doing things like that would do wonders for motivation of doing content right yeah absolutely totally right uh infinity rush you have anything to add before we let you go uh no thank you guys i'd love to listen to you guys when i'm on the road um because this is about the only time i get to listen to you guys i just was fortunate enough to listen to you guys now so just thanks for what you do and keep on doing it thanks infinity rush we appreciate it any shout outs before we let you go man 
Um, I'm going to shout out to myself because I don't know who else to shout out to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Thanks, Infinity Rush. We appreciate it. If you want to give Limit Break Radio a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let us know what you think of the 4.4 patch trailer as well as uh, what we can expect coming up in uh, patch 4.4. Are you looking forward to it? What, and, and you know what? I even put this out here on the table. What do you need? Need to hear out of Yoshi P or Square Enix at the next fan fest to get you to stay signed up through 5.0 or to re sign up uh, or to re sign up. That's very, very uh, good question. Let us know. Give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype 810 515 8715. Limit Discord mm-hmm. to uh, join in on that conversation. So last time uh, we had talked about the, uh, the latest live letter, but we did. Didn't get an opportunity to go through the Q and A that went along with it. Yeah, would you guys like to go through the Q and A? I don't know. You've told me that I uh, it's going to make me want to tear my hair out. All right, so uh, this isn't all of them. I I went through and sort of curated some of the different questions and answers. And and, you know, actually, uh, interestingly enough, I wanted to uh, give a quick shout out to someone in the chat who said that we're asking the right types of questions. Uh, here it is. Kid Akitu says, uh, well, have the right people ask those key questions are the vital information the dev need. The problem is we fail every time there is a Q&A, just as a community, I think he means. Yeah. And this is why. So, all right, here we go. Currently, the priority task for the companion app will be, um, one, to ensure mannequin systems, which is scheduled for release in patch 4.4, works well from the companion side, and two, fix any weird behaviors when sending chats in the Android version, uh, and three, their calendar sync. That, that, and that was the question of what can we expect to come out of the companion app next. So being able to change your mannequins. Uh, from the companion from app? From the companion app, yep. Fix weird yes. behaviors where you can't chat with other Android users and uh, making the calendar sync work. So The fact that are I... Those, can... Are those... Hold on, hold on, because uh, none of no. us were very keen on the God companion damn it. app. No, I know what uh, you're already going to be asking. About, fucking like, stupid. This, this isn't going to get you guys... No. Fuck you. Oh. You dumb dick. I'm just mad about the paywall. Like, all I want to do is manage my retainers and sell shit on the auction house. Thank and you. Talk to, and talk to my link shells in the game okay. while I'm out the of the fact game. that it doesn't have retainer management and like you well, can't it does if you pay really like like to the point where you can send them on ventures and shit like uh, that actually no. I don't know if it's that yeah see no. fuck that then I have no reason to manage any of right. my goddamn shit I got you then I got you then that's just inventory management that's not actual luck uh, uh, what is it fucking uh, um, retainer got- Management. I got you on this next one, Nero. Okay. So they asked, is it possible for the companion app to have camera functions implemented? We would like our homemade characters to be included in background. So kind of like in the context of like augmented Pokemon reality. Go. Like Pokemon yeah. Go, you yeah. can take a picture. So you can take a picture. Desk with a Pokemon. You can on take it. a picture yeah. with a Nero in his Odin stuff, like standing next to Fritz. Right? That's something you'd want. That sounds pretty cool. Yoshida that should be says, pretty easy. Asking something so hellish without hesitation. Lol. But more than that, what? I'd feel more interested if you could take a photo of a pose and have your character do it we felt what? we felt that it can be done if this is done with the business mindset taken in mind please let me uh, please let me think further about this before like we could in person like pose with that like flexing and then make our character do it i honestly have no to idea do shit on the campaign app you gotta stump up the green <laughs> Kind of stump, stump up, up the, the green. green. Basically. <laughs> stump up I mean, that's what it says the business mindset, Oh, right? you got to pay up. Oh, I you got it. That's what yeah. business mindset, I think, is yep. saying. Yep. Like, 
I hate and, it. I fucking I like the fact that they're trying to bleed their community of of money more. All, like like that's, we don't already give them enough, right? Like between the fucking the the cash shop and the subscription, am I not paying enough? Square Enix, do you think I don't pay you enough for this game already? Because this is insane. Well, no, like <laughs> this is crazy. The fact that they think that their their game is valuable enough to be able to drive a, a companion app premium subscription. Different types of... Not, not even just a premium subscription, because then they have the stupid... Even if you have the premium subscription, aren't you still paying per... Uh, um Transaction on the auction house as well. Well, well I mean, you, no, you get the tokens for logging in, and you yeah. can buy extra ones. I think. But I thought you can only have like up to two or three tokens. You can only have up with to premium. Two. No, you can have up to 10, ten, and you get two yeah. every day. That's Fuck still not shit. enough to actually keep up auction house shit, though. That's, this is that's so point. bad. Like this is a. It's poorly designed. B. It's poorly priced mm-hmm. and see like this is just such okay. a ripoff and also we, we, just the messaging system is so bad oh it's so God. slow why can't like, i just talk to my fucking link shell log but in even even in the in between app to app i try sending a friend me like oh well, this stupid app and like you send it and then there's a loading circle for a few seconds before it sends yeah. i'm like i just use Facebook Wait, messenger why are you, would I are you on this? are you on android Yes. They're fixing that. So Don't maybe worry. they'll fix yeah. that, I guess. All right. But so uh, you guys, please stop asking for something so hellish. All right. <laughs> just just so casually. How is it hellish? Hang on. I, I, Yoshi P really Pokemon needs Go to can explain this. do it with the, like how shitty Pokemon Go was on launch. I feel like this game could do it. Like we already totally. have the app links to our Lodestone character. It has the fucking 3D character model in the Lodestone. Yep. All, it, all you have to do, even if you can't really even change the pose yet, just implement it so I can take a snapshot of like... No, no, don't even implement that because we don't need that. (laughs) We don't need that, Nika. No, it's not a bad feature, though. Uh, like, no, that's not it a, would be so okay, much more That would fun be something like, that the companion app could do that nothing else could, okay? Yes, exactly. That's something. Yeah, but can't cool. we make the companion app do what other companion apps can do normally first? Is, is, is obviously yes, not. But so. the thing is, is that they instantly dismissed that. It was like, no, but we want to let you take a picture of a pose and have your character do it. That's stupid. That we don't want that. so much We want the work. other thing. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about a hellish amount of work. And that now, seems like an ass well, load of work. Yeah, sticking and, 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 your and it character seems like, onto your camera app would be way easier. It not seems just like that. now they're going to do that and they're going to charge you another premium okay, for it. All right. That's it. When they do that, I'm taking a picture of myself spread eagle and I'm going <laughs> to make my character sit spread eagle every episode I'm, <laughs> like i'm giving birth i'm gonna make my character do a dab but see does it make other characters do that in the game or just a picture we can take on the app just a picture I'm yeah sure. yeah probably just it's, it just makes your little person emote as it's standing god in i fucking reality. hate this All thing right. Uh, with the chat, I want to play a game with you guys. As we go through these Q&As, I want you guys to start trying to predict when we're going to come across an actual worthwhile question. Okay, it's definitely not <laughs> going to be the next one. Okay, So the question was, why Allison's sprint animation look like they're being desperate? <laughs> Yoshida. What? This I mean, question, run really hold on, stupid, but what? Yo- so weird. Yoshida. This question is popular amongst our staff members as well. <laughs> what? Fuck! But the person who did the motion for Elizin no longer works with us anymore, so we don't have the answer for it. However, what? in the future, we have plans to redo the animation. The person who did the animation. The single person who did the well, animation. I mean, Here's just, my thing. No Why does the Elizin look desperate when he's sprinting? Because he's sprinting. Usually you're trying to get away from something... In desperation. 
What the fuck? My cat doesn't do that. He just I'm, runs. This is this is this is even stupider than when they're like, "Oh, my mount isn't leaving the correct footprints in the snow. Will you please change that?" Uh, I mean, it's kind of weird though that like if you have like five paw- toes on your pod, it's like leaving three toe Nika. footprints. It's kind of weird. Nika. It's not a priority. Don't, you're not, not gonna. You don't know that. Don't. You didn't don't. know that before they fixed I, it. I didn't. <laughs> I, I so appreciate. It doesn't matter. I appreciate you playing devil's advocate. Let's see if you I'm can trying. do it for this next question. Okay. <laughs> I asked if having a mount that can allow 100 people is a possibility, and Yoshida answered, "Having multiple players in a mount is already done. So being with begin with the technology, it's possible." Also, having players give a piggyback ride or having one player sitting on top of another player's head is something that can possibly be done in the future. So having a Highlander carry a Lalafell is definitely not just a dream. God damn. What the fuck? Actually, okay, no, I can play devil's no, advocate for this. do not validate this, Nika. Actually, you know what? You asked me to play devil's advocate. Let me do it. A hundred person mount would be pretty sweet. Okay. I mean, there's not enough people playing this game. Hey, hey, that'd be great for Eureka. I'm just saying, listen, what would be cool is a party sized mount that you could carry everyone to like treasure maps or something. A one, a 100 person mount already exists, just not in this game. It's called Fortnite and you jump out of it to jump onto the island to kill people. 99, actually, I think. Shut up, because there's a driver too. One hundred. Thing that I was going to say is for immersion purposes, because if you think about it, my immersion. A, a Rogan should be able to pick up a Lollafell. Like that's a thing we should be able to do. Nico, so, we are playing a game. This is not in reality. Do you want to pick up a freaking Lollafell in your game right now? Sure, I want to shit. You never asked about up, that no, before. No, no, you don't. In my you don't. And throw them over You've the never edge. said can that I once that? ever. No, can I? I if I could pick up a lollipop and throw them across the screen, I would love that. You, you, he didn't that. say throw. He said just pick <laughs> them up. You don't get to yeah. throw them. But it just makes sense that I should be able to. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Arista Hortonesia from Hyperion. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo! What's up, ladies and dragons? How you doing? I'm a dragon over here. I'm a dragon over here. Yeah. What's going on, dude? Uh, absolutely nothing. Can, can you but start? I'm watching by, the show and I'm enjoying it. So can can, can you start by telling Nika how much of an idiot she sounds like right now? You asked me to be devil advocate. So I'm doing favorite? it. Oh my uh, god! Drop that dude. <laughs> why? You're thirsty. Nika has been my favorite since I haven't heard Sale in a while, and I got to be honest. Fair enough. Aww. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Cool too. Shout out Sale, to Sale. Sale's we miss cool Sale. Dude. Yeah. Shout out to Sale, but also you're some Sale? kind of moron. You know that. So, uh, Arista, what do you want to talk about today? All right, so the big topic that I want to address is the 11 lifestyle versus the 14 lifestyle. And while I think that 14 has a lot of flaws, uh, well, I, maybe not flaws, but it has so much missed potential. And we, you guys cover that like every week, so there's no reason for me to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, the main thing that I see them always put out is like, hey, we want you to be able to jump into the game, uh, play for a little while, and then go do something else. And originally, I was with the same kind of mind frame of you guys where I was like, no, I don't want that. I just want to always play this game day in and day out, always be interested and always attracted because that's what I had with 11. Right. I can get home and play 11 for 12 hours straight, lose complete track of time, get into a really awesome Japanese merit party and be like, I'm not going to work because this party is awesome. 
Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, I, I like that's kind of what I want out of an MMO is is something that compels me to play. Here's where when when I'm not logged in, I feel like I'm missing something for not logging in. Here's here's the issue because I I get that mindset of wanting people to be able to jump in, pick up and go, and then leave if they want to. If you have enough content in your game to satiate your veteran players, the type of stuff that we've been asking for, that means that there is stuff there for someone to jump in play and leave square enix problem is is that they're saying one thing but what they really mean is we want someone to be able to jump back in and not feel like they've been left behind so Mm -hmm. they can immediately catch up and leave again without fear of falling behind because when they come back again they're already caught up which is i mean and i understand why they want to avoid that specific uh conundrum because that's what wow fell into uh after i don't know what three expansions that i mean it took a while for that to set in but um, um oh, what but, was but that? you I would definitely have you know uh wow players that would burned out the same way yeah, because yeah that, they used to exactly, use a similar yeah. token system they were they, they, they were called uh, Valor points Badges of valor Yeah that's right The badges of valor And stuff like that So yes WoW definitely had that And I forget exactly Where they got rid of those But I burned out In Mr. Pandaria For similar reasons That that I'm feeling right now In 14 And and the thing is Is that you know Like that's gonna happen In an MMO I think it's happening Faster With FF14 players Because The, the devs For FF14 Every time there's A new expansion Go and try to make the lower levels of the game more robust and and somehow interesting instead of concentrating on you know what players at who are already at level cap are going to want for content right when you move the level cap that just places everyone the entirety of your game community back into the leveling pool which mm. is i think that's a terrible way to design your game in terms of content and look at that as content right like if that's what you want to do to because that's how you further your game design fine but don't write those 10 levels off as content and you better not be trying to sell me on those 10 levels as fucking content which they did in stormblood they tried to they tried to sell stormblood on the job revamps and you know uh the the level cap rising again and i think that those are bad selling points those are not attractive selling points to someone who has been playing this game long term and that is one of the most frustrating things about ff14 at this point is that it just the devs seem completely unaware as to why people are bored once they hit level cap and once they've they've done the tone grind a couple of times it's it's in it is not engaging content well, are we in agreement that like one of the greatest strengths of like 2004, 2005, like Final Fantasy 11 was the fact that all the content was the same level and it was all relevant. So like you always had something to do. Absolutely. Yes. The, yes. The, the, the I idea- I've, I've ranted about that so many times. I feel like that, like, even if you didn't want to do all the content, there was still so much variety that you found at least more than one type of end game content to satisfy you. Yeah. Personally, when you, when you come at me with the idea that we have to make leveling more fun and we have to put more content there, the point of leveling, especially when you have a level cap is to get to that cap. If you want to find ways to increase that, 
whether it be through jump potions, whether it be through heirloom gear in World of Warcraft, or whether it be through something like uh, uh, the Palace of the Dead. That is fine, but don't try and put all your content in the leveling process, because when it's over with, it's now all dead content. You're effectively killing your content once people get to, to endgame, and there's no content there either. Right. I mean, if you put if you place your development staff on a on an ever expanding treadmill, then the content is going to reflect that. And I think that's what we see in FF14 right now. And I'm not saying that they should definitely just like cap the level and leave it there. I don't know that that's that's the right answer either, because as uh, Master Q Fox uh, points out in our channel, let's face it, the trend of level rising every expansion won't fall off after WoW started doing it. And and you're kind of right. Like I, I think that WoW does set the norm for MMOs these days, but at the same time, I don't know that the FF14 dev team is listening enough to the community to be able to tell what is engaging content and what's not because we keep getting these flailing attempts at things like eureka the and eureka Diadem. the eureka change is it, a perfect example exactly we get these flailing attempts uh, uh you know to try to address that kind of stuff and they don't end up working out band-aids that's all they are right exactly and i mean I, I, you just look at animos as uh or what that's the most recent one no pagos pagos look at it just look at pagos as a perfect example of that right like if if they had expanded on what people liked about that system then i think you would have a very healthy player population in there even day one but they've been struggling to get people into pagos because a it's not engaging and b it's just a rehash of everything that we had in animos and c if you actually want to do pagos you have to do all of animos first <laughs> that is also which true. is which is another excellent point um on like kind of the topic of like a 11 lifestyle and the 14 lifestyle. Initially, I was really excited about going to heaven's word, being a continuation of realm of born. Um, but now I see that Stormblood is kind of a problem because it's kind of now a deterrent for uh, a community, which culture seems to uh, not community, but a company is which culture seems to be trying to gain more players. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's the wall of the story and people are really getting a hard time trying to go, from the very beginning all the way through three expansions to finally do something relevant um, only for it to cycle out, which I know that you guys have covered tons of times. Too. Uh, yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed on this because I think one of uh, final fantasy 14's biggest strengths is the narrative, especially early on and the way that it goes from one expansion to the next one. And, you know, uh, 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 because we've been so vocal against jump potions on this show for that reason, partially, and then people will come in when I'm playing World of Warcraft and hear me say that you should use a jump potion to get to the most recent, uh, uh, um, Co you know, uh, 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 content where the most recent expansion is. It's really weird to have to explain to them that the way that WoW, first of all, is eight expansions in now yeah and because mm -hmm. they don't go back and they're constantly try and, and and redo their content so that it's it's better and it's up to date and stuff if you try to play as a level one orc right now it's pretty much very close to what you would have played back in 2005 which is not the game that you're playing now in battle for azeroth so right. you have two completely different things here and i think the reason that 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 it's not working out in square enix's favor 
is something like the leveling process isn't something that they should have looked at and been like, all right, now let's chop it up and and completely bastardize it. They should have, I think, leaned more into that and been like, look, if you want to get the best experience possible, take the time to level through at least the required parts of the story so that when you get to Stormblood, you're caught up. One of the most, I think, ridiculous things that that we ask of people coming into uh, Heaven's Ward at the time. The idea that you wouldn't play through a Realm Reborn and that you just jump right into Stormblood and have no clue who the Scions are right. as you're finding them and rescuing them every other patch was so insane to me. That was one of the biggest drawing points of the narrative going through Heaven's War. No, I, yeah, and, and, well, I, and how does WoWs do it? Like the, All the expansion narratives are separate, right? Yes, no, none of the expansions rely heavily on themselves. Obviously, by knowing the story, do you like get more out of it? Yeah, sure. It's, it's kind of like, like Marvel movies in a way. You do get more out of it, but in, in World of Warcraft, you're not the person that is single-handedly making all the changes. Like Stuff isn't happening because of you. Right. You're there, and you help, but if you're not there, it's still happening, right? So people don't rely specifically on you always being there in order to do that. Well, and and I think that that's a smarter way to do, you know, to, to organize your narrative so that, you know, if people don't even, you know, if they never get there, they can go and, and inform themselves about the storyline and feel like, you know, like like they didn't miss out on something, if, right? If, like if you came w- into Battle for Azeroth, all the stuff that happened before is just history. Right. You like, maybe heard about it, but you don't have to have lived through it to know what's going on right now. Y- there's there's a disconnect right. with FF14 because being the warrior of light implies that you have actually had a hand in most all of the events that happen that would not have most, happened otherwise. The most significant events, right? Like, yeah, like think of, can you guys name one event that has happened in Eorzean history since 2.0 that's happened off screen? Anything? Uh, I mean, the disappearance of the Isle of Val, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that that, de- that definitely happened off screen, and we've heard tons about it. And but now, now we're part we're of it, and one. now we're going to be the one that Exa- figures out its mystery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, like, even though Kryle and Geralt and all of them are there doing the, the mystery, they won't Not solve without it without us. us. Not right. without us. Exactly. And none of my peers know that that's what Eureka is. So, like, I had to be like, oh, I think this is, like, when they <laughs> reference that oh, the, the island's gone and they don't know where the scholars of whatever are. I think this is that place. And people are like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, absolutely is. Yeah and, yeah. and and I mean, you know, I think that that is, you know, that that works a lot to, to um, both Final Fantasy XIV's favor and not to its favor at all. Because you're right. In, in WoW, you can feel like it, you can skip all, all of that shit and not really miss out right. on a whole lot. Right. right. It's just history that happened in the world. And again, if you as a player want to go back and witness that history, you can right but it's not something that you're required to do to be able to feel like you're actually filled in on the story i I sort of feel like playing a jump potioned character at this point in ff14 would feel like playing a character that's not yours Uh, that is oh my god that is such a good way of putting it because i I don't mind a level jump honestly Mm -hmm. i just the story jump does bother me yeah for this reason the idea that if someone were to start playing final fantasy 14 Right now, Alamigo and Doma are still under Garlean control. Right. So there's even like this weird like time, time bubble type thing. Whereas if, happens, you start, yeah. if you start playing World of Warcraft right now, the Cataclysm has happened. 
Right. Right? So if you create a character, there's no one at this point who's, quote unquote, born before the cataclysm happens. Mm, It is a fixed point in time. That world is constantly evolving without you, whereas FF14 does not move without you yeah it, it's it's all it almost feels like it, it can't even take a single step without your direct involvement yeah because yep. it's like we're playing a single player game yeah. online. yeah yeah that's well, pretty easy to, to diversify that right because if we if we look at the main scenario and we try to remove ourselves from the main scenario and also drop like all of the random fetch quests that exist in the main scenario and go back to more of an 11 approach where it's like you have 12 zillart missions or whatever like 21 Mm-hmm. And they're all big things. They're, none of them are like, you know, go get fish for this guy to get a bottle of wine to give some, to get some guy for some cheese. Right. You they're know, all like long everything. and involved and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we can do we can do storyline where you're less attached and then do something more like the Binding Coil of Bahamut, which is optional. And then you can fully immerse your character into it and it doesn't really affect anything else. And I feel like that would probably be a good middle ground. Right. Poor, poor Narex in the chat says I skipped every cutscene and skipped every dialogue box. because I wanted to reach the end game. <laughs> Jokes on you. There is no end game. I mean, you know, like I, 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 I would sympathize with someone who did that because, you know, I think that it would be appropriate for almost any other game, but specifically for FF14. And I would also lump Elder Scrolls Online in this category as well. I don't I don't click. I don't fast click through anything. Right. The reason why I'm there is to learn more about the world. Mm-hmm. I, I and, and unfortunately for FF14, I feel like some of the mystery has been taken out of Eorzea for me and I, I i don't know if that's ham-fisted writing or whether it's just the way that the game has evolved over three expansions i just I, you know i feel like there's not much mystery left in the world and uh you know the the mystery that i was interested in which was the isle of val ended up kind of not panning out in the the content didn't end up panning out in the direction that uh that i was hoping so i've kind of been stymied on that and and, and it really ends up impacting my um, my enthusiasm about logging in. Whereas, you know, with Tamriel and, and Elder Scrolls Online, there's a lot that still interests me. There's a, you know, most of their storylines are much more smaller and compartmentalized. And you feel like you're having a direct impact on the world. Whereas, you're right, FF14, it just feels like, hey, it's the Warrior of Light. What are you fixing today? You know, <laughs> that, that kind of gets a bit monotonous after a while so and like speaking of things like the cataclysm though say for example this expansion does end with a calamity and the next one starts with the calamity even still if you start a new character you're gonna be pre-calamity yep and yeah. the calamity is not going to be until the next expansion uh, uh, unless unless they do a, a total overhaul a total overhaul which would make something like that you know justifiable right like but the thing is is that they'd have to go back and kind of retool a lot of the the, existing content not just not just the story i mean there would probably have to be something that catches you up on the story as you start but i do think that they'd have to write an entirely new one through level cap experience well yes yes Uh, otherwise you're right you would just be 
Before pre-calamity. The thing is, though, is I think we're at a point in this game where you can put the fast forward button on that entire process, right? Like if you go back and and, and this kind of goes and speaks to the idea of the overworld functioning differently than it does right now, because right now each zone has a level range and you're supposed to be good doing fates inside of that level range in those zones. So if they go back and they do another calamity and let's say they just retool all of the zones to be super high level right like maybe where do you level at though as a new right like okay yeah that's a great question you've got palace of the dead and now heaven on high oh so new people coming in you basically just tell them run this content over and over and over again until you get to the level cap kind of yeah I mean, or what, what, I mean, buy a that's, jump potion. That's a, that's that, a community problem because that 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 addresses so many things simultaneously. Where it's like, so when a new patch comes out, because me as a player, I'm interested in everything the game offers. I diversify, and then during the leveling process, uh, I hate fates, so I avoid those, yep. and I try to do as many things as I can. So ninety nine percent of people operate the exact same way. Where you know, I, I think if you left them to their own devices. And you didn't give them the option of leveling off of fates that you could, you know, you could do dungeon and have it on a high slash palace of the dead to level cap and be fine. Yeah, because there, there's so many ways to go about it. And that's one of the things when when we were transitioning to getting PvP, uh, PvP even um, when, when that was first started, when Wolves Den was coming out, I was in the forums uh, for the official forums and I was like, hey. Uh, you need to make this so that we can get EXP out of it and we can join at like level whatever so yeah. that this is just an other way for people to do stuff. Sure. Um, that makes sense. And I thought that, that was cool. Yeah. But then we see things <laughs> happen like Eureka where it's like, yeah, there's only one good way to do things. And a lot of the culture is like, yeah, you're going to do Palace of the Dead and only Palace of the Dead. And it's like, well, you know, guild leaves are pretty cool because they'll give you a ton of EXP in like 40 seconds. Um, Kahlo, it sounded like you were trying to poo-poo the idea of changing the overworld for leveling. How many people Mm. do you actually think use the overworld for leveling? No, 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 no. Not necessarily what I'm saying. I think that that if if they were to do a calamity as of right now, that would probably be the smartest thing that they could do, right? They need to reset it again, just like they did with the Realm Reborn. They would have to retool everything, which is why I don't think they would do it. That's way more work than I think that they are capable of putting into a new expansion. But essentially, in order to save this game, they would have to start all over again. Why not? Why not take the zones immediately outside of the three city zones and then organize them in the same way that they've organized Eureka where you have sections of the map where different level mobs spawn and you know maybe there's a fate or two there Mm -hmm. right so that for those people who still want to level off of fates which I don't know a single so 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 nine zones you could easily uh, uh, shove you know the leveling process into nine zones yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that way you open up the rest of the zones Man, they're for other, so for much, other stuff, much more interesting shit. Uh, like, uh, that's, I that- mean, it's a great idea, but not one that I see this current company uh, uh, um, effectively doing. I, I well effectively doing it yeah. uh, you know that's that's debatable but I th- like how else do you go back and and make the world more for veterans as opposed to those just coming in can you I think you can uh, yeah 
my idea is pretty simple for that. And it's just crazy ideas, but it's like we have all this content and we know the level's going to increase. We know level cap's going to increase. So my kind of main cure-all for everything for veterans is like, I can't really help the leveling process, but we might as well design a version of every fight. So every primal or every dungeon or every whatever uh, that syncs with the player per patch. That's not and a bad idea. Have I an, think it an might original. actually be more possible than I originally thought because I'm like I'm pretty sure like you can just apply the Rogers Ring theory to everything, and then whatever you run the dungeon on. So if you're level three, uh, I level three seventy, you're yeah. running like Titan, whatever. They'll give you like a three forty five equivalent weapon or something. Which not is not awesome, but it's better than seventy, right? Not not to go back and and compare everything to Elder Scrolls Online, but mm-hmm. it, you know you can get matched in a dungeon with someone who's champion level seven sixty or as low as level. When I 20. was level fifteen, yeah, when I were doing content together, right? And I was and I was already at cap. So mm-hmm. you know there is a way to be able to scale content on that level. Oh, absolutely, is the thing is is and again you can borrow this idea uh, a little bit from elder scrolls where they have the normal version of dungeons and then veteran veteran versions of dungeons make wow, the ve- does that too make mm-hmm. yes exactly make the veteran versions of those dungeons scale to whoever the highest level or eye level is in that group that's that's a, a very proactive and easy way where you're not having to turn around a whole bunch of new content to be able to serve that portion of the population instead we get so hard mode dungeons so which are not hard at all well in the hard mode dungeons have some kind of you know they're like re- different dungeons yeah they're though. just re- sequels reordering of the content or something like there's something there's a new aspect to it and what i'm talking about with like a, a normal mode version and a veteran mode version yeah. is literally the exact same content nothing has to change except it scales so then it because has purpose the, the hard modes still die they still yes. suffer the same mm-hmm. problem everything will eventually die so if I miss parts of Heavenward, uh, Heavensward because of deployment, but going back to it now is like a really big, like, <laughs> I have to like find the people that give a shit and yeah. find people that want to do it on un, uh, unsynced, uh, you know, or synced rather. And right. no one wants to do that. So right. it's like, uh, if it's scaled with us and it's been hella done before is what you're saying, which I didn't realize, like yeah. other, other games have done this. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They <laughs> yeah. This is yep. not new technology. Yep. 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 In fact, at the launch of Battle for Azeroth, not even just for their dungeons, uh, they went back and the way that they changed it is that if you're anywhere within original vanilla, which was level one to 60 was the one cast, to 60. Right? Okay. So no matter where you go in vanilla, if you're leveling a new character, if you're under level 60, everything will scale to you. Yeah. And it's not until you hit 61 that it's now capped. Going into the next expansion, it's now capped, or it now scales wherever you go up to that God, level cap. That's so smart. All that's the way so through smart. and up to to current level cap. And it's such a smart way to to organize it, content it really and keep is. it relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for the call, uh, Arista. We appreciate it. Any shout outs hey, before we let you go? Uh, just shout outs to you guys. I've been thanks. listening for a long time. You, uh, you make my week every week. Uh, party on, dudes. Thanks so much. Dude, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Two new callers this week, by the way. Awesome. Two new names. So uh, shout out Infinity Rush as well as uh, Arista. Thank you so much. Uh, If you want to give us a call, we're going to take a couple of more calls before we uh, wrap up. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Do we have a couple more of those Q&As that we can... We do. This is a really important one right here. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. I'm glad we got into the important ones. I asked Yoshida on the progress of eating and drinking... Well, sitting emote. 
Yoshida says, actually being able to eat and drink while you're sitting down. Do we even have eating and drinking while you're standing? No, if you if you select maybe like eat a food. If you like uh, on our on our table, right? Like if you select one of those tea dining sets or something, your character will stand up once you select it. To, to, to drink right, but it, it says whatever. an actual emote of eating and drinking, though. Yeah, no, no, no. they want to be able to eat and drink while sitting. What if I use the Why? food for my inventory what? when I stand up? I don't think there's an emote that comes along with that, is there? Well, who ca- anyway, the point is, Yoshida. Actually, we did release that, but the bugs that came along with it were so bad that we're actually remaking the entire emote from scratch. We apologize, but please wait for a little bit more. We're definitely making steady progress here. Uh, it says, by the way, one example of a horrible bug would be something like the character merges with the furniture. So they fucked up an emote. I don't even remember them ever having that. But like, yeah, I try to eat something right now while I'm sitting and it says, cannot execute at this time. Yep. won't even let me. Yep. So yeah, I feel okay. like now well, that they basically had to put double the development time in it, we can probably expect to see this on the cash shop. Except spoiler alert, uh, your sitting emote doesn't work half the time anyway. And I just sit on the floor through the furniture. So <laughs> thanks, Square That's Enix. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this is another good one here. Is it possible to enable and disable barefoot mode? Jesus that would be Christ. Actually. What? No, what the fuck? No, people no, want to be no. able to run around okay, barefoot. You don't need to, but it feels like it should be something in the game. Right? Yeah, well, Yoshida. Don't need why to. does it need to be in the game, Nika? So, because, because who wears shoes when they go to the beach, honestly? Yeah, like you should be able to take off the shoes if you want to. Or like have a barefoot accessory you equip. Just like you can have like, you can take off your headpiece or visor it or you can... Use the emperor's new whatever well, to take off your Well, Nika, I have bracelets. some bad news for you. That's the hardest part. He says, we create a character's height assuming heels and shoes are included here. So while we can implement invisible shoes to make your character barefooted, once you actually do that, it causes distortion in the character's height and it ceases like your character suddenly feels bigger and, <laughs> and you basically, basically, they program the models with heels so the character will slightly elongate if they were to do that. Okay. So, so they like designed themselves like weirdly tilted. No, 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 no. Not just your feet. Your entire character would distort to make up. We would that stretch. Difference. So you'd yeah. stretch. So they stretch those two fucking inches. They coded themselves into a fucking corner is what happened here. <laughs> this game. So- yeah, that drives me crazy. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to flat Arctic of Cerberus. What's going on flat? Hey, good evening. Thanks for having me. I yeah, appreciate you calling. What's going on? So uh, I want to talk about uh, the 4.4 trailer, or just like more the, the trailers and storm mode in general. Sure. They've been pretty bad. Yeah, I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I totally agree. And I really don't like how Square Enix has moved away from kind of compartmentalizing the different portions of con- uh, content that they're showing off in the trailer. You know, they have to, though, because they're showing they have less and less content compared to Heaven's War. No, I, I agree. And I think that that's why that's what facilitated the change mm-hmm. to begin with is they realized like, oh, people are just going to be able to look at the length of the trailer and know that they're getting less content. So they've had to kind of, you know... F- put a little bit of flair on it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, that's what it feels like is that they're trying to, you know, like edit their way out of the fact that they're giving us objectively less content every patch cycle. But the content also, it's just like misguided. It's like, Ooh, they show like the dome and reconstruction in this trailer. And it like, it looks like it's part of the main story, but it's not. Yeah. Well, they like, showed they the dome and reconstruction. 
That's with the balloons flying off. That's Doman reconstruction. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was like a funeral service for the dead people. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it probably like, is. Part of the main scenario, but part of the Doman reconstruction. Got it. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Actually, now that you say that, that makes sense. But did no, they even show a preview of St. Ar- Mokan's Arboretum? Yeah, they showed the poop monster. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Just for like, a pre- oh, they didn't show it. like the the detail of no the they didn't it was it was literally i mean just the monster. we don't know if maybe that one elegant area maybe i think it is possible. that's probably it's possible it's definitely a dungeon yeah i i, I don't think it's elegant i think it's just carlamalt and i think it's like many people said the final part of the broom to be honest could be yeah. could be it could I be either yeah it, it could be but it's a dungeon so what what does it actually matter to be honest but like, yeah the no way the, but, but, but you're totally right though usually tie into the lore in some way though except for that stupid well, one where we went on a gold hunt that was dumb but <laughs> the rest of them generally do pretty well tie into the lore. but it is it is frustrating to you know see these trailers and then not exactly know what part has to go with what part you know what i mean like it, it, it to the point where people really got pissed off uh, the first time that they did this kind of trailer and we did our our subsequent analysis of it you know we were used to v- having very much a compartmentalized trailer that went from one part of content to another part right like it took you through it was an eight minute trailer of each section that was coming exactly. through the entire patch really? not just the yeah. Patch. Not, yeah. yeah and not it just that eight minutes don't you remember that they used to show off the armor that was coming out of uh, of stuff. Mm-hmm. They used to and have they used very... to go through tunnels in the dungeons and show you yeah. the aesthetic. Uh, yeah. Well, they even duh. showed like hairstyles showing up. Even even yeah. the smallest thing is hairstyles, and I even enjoyed that part. But yeah, now everything is gone. It's just some fight. It's a movie trailer. scenario and. It's a mo- It's like I said. It's a movie, but like, but you're trying to figure out: is this part of the main scenario? Is this relevant, or is this not relevant? Right. Yeah. I. I, I totally. I 100% agree with you, Flap. It's. Thank you. It's. Uh, it sucks. I. I wish they would go back to the old way of doing. Uh, doing uh, trailers, but as as Juxa pointed out, like you know, I don't think that they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as well. Like they've 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 take their sell their holes with it because i think even yoshi p mentioned like saying like many people enjoy this new type of trailer and i mm. think people a lot of people expect from it but at the same time of course like less and less content yeah which means it's getting way more difficult to like hype up the content for it <laughs> yeah no you're you're right i mean i think that um they're gonna have a real challenge at fan fest this year because i think a lot more fans you know and i've and i've seen the conversations on you know reddit threads and uh in and the official forums even people people removed from lbr but yeah yeah people where where yeah it's not just our own insular opinions and echo chamber but like you know you've got people who maybe even signed up at the beginning of stormblood that are already looking at the amount of content that comes out every patch cycle and are concerned that we receive objectively less and less every time and you know like i said we've been you know a couple of callers have even pointed out how long we've been having this conversation and some people are only just now starting to get it and starting to wake up to the fact that yeah every single patch cycle every expansion we get less and less and it becomes less and less satisfying to play this game long term um so yeah flat we appreciate Appreciate the uh, the opinions. Any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, shout out to every player who has been playing since the Realm Reborn. Like, I don't know how you do it, but like, <laughs> Godspeed. 
<laughs> Thanks, Flat. Flat Arctic from the Cerberus server. We appreciate your call. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Um, it just, it, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm totally on board with what Flat was saying. I do not like the new way that the trailers have been put together. Um, it doesn't add more mystery. I think it just adds to the frustration of the fact Absurf- that we're... Sir Fruskuskin? I think you meant obs obs. Okay, good. Obfuscation. All the time, and Cern laughs at me. I'm glad to know I'm not the only one. No, you're not. It's, it's a hard word. It is a hard. I always say it's obfuscation. Almost, it's almost as if it's obfuscating the language itself. Obfuscate. Obfuscate. Yes, <laughs> obfuscation. All Close right. enough. Do we, do we want <laughs> think, some more Q and A's, guys? I think that's the closest that we're getting out. Let, let's. Pick one or I mean, two to wrap up with. Okay, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only four left, so oh, okay. um, I actually this 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 one surprised me. So uh, I hope Strife is still in the chat because he might he might have a line on this one. But uh, it says regarding the future of eight man raids, uh, Sukuyomi raid. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Pronounced what? stupid Yomi. Uh, th- we're we're considering that a raid. Now? No, that's not a raid. I, I'm it's actually no. You know raid. what? I'm actually okay. That's not a raid. I'm, no, it's a raid. I'm no, okay. Hold on. I'm okay calling that a raid because that now shows a certain level of I think truth and acceptance that people have finally realized that trials and raids are the exact same thing. So yeah, uh, the <laughs> Sukiyomi raid received a lot of applause from all around the world and the wow team as well oh really although we definitely can do better and above it but we definitely do not have enough people for this so so essentially someone mentioned so that like, hey we do better raids too bad we yeah need a bigger team essentially someone's like hey the that raid was really cool and even the wow team gave you guys kudos for it and yoshi was like yeah yeah we we would like to really do better and, and go above and beyond that but we don't have enough people to do that well, I mean, they fired the guy that did the Ellis running animation. So, mm-hmm. what do you, more do you think they can do? So, yeah, that's that's probably the question with the most telling behind it that they don't they feel like they don't have enough people to actually do things as good as yet they had a larger budget for storm you can't keep bringing that up. Taro said every time you bring that up, that's like people being like Lisa's a dancer. What? Yeah. Huh? Tarot, tarot. What? Except, except, no, it's mm-hmm. not anything like that. No, they had a legit. They touted the fact that they had three times the budget for Stormblood that they did Last fan for ha- for Heaven's Word. Yeah, they they that was that was that was a bullet th- point on a PowerPoint presentation. Yes, it was. And so, how is holding them to their own statements? How is that? Unfair? Unfair. In any way, shape, or form. They said they had three times the budget, and now when we come back and ask them about things like eight-man raids, using air quotes, that they they claim they don't have the personnel? Come on. Who, seriously, who got the raise? (laughs) Who got the raise? Did everyone get the raise, or did just Yoshi P, because he's doing three jobs, get the raise? (laughs) Who... Where did three times the budget go to? Because the, again, I think it was the uh, it was to pay everyone vacation time for those three what three to four months they were on. Remember that? I mean, if the only content that you have to design within like half a year, right, is fucking heaven on high, which is copy pasted that's, that's from not, that's not new content. That's not new. We don't get you don't, you, don't, you don't get that. And, don't get that. and Eureka. Those are the only two pieces of new content that we've gotten. 
Which is a Eureka is essentially another leveling zone with no lore. Correct. I mean, there's five. Well, no, qu- there's there's five quests. Somewhere. There's five quests. Come on now. The lore that's not horrible. I just don't feel like it's done well. No, I mean, I expected more to learn more about the actual Isle of Fucking Val hmm? and what happened. No, 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 no. All right, uh, this next one. Uh, adding more friend slots is something that is completely possible, and they could do it immediately. But the dev team feels hesitant to do so because each person is massively different in terms of the friends they have on their list. What? What does that even mean? What does that even make? What does it matter? Someone wondered if there was a way, I guess, to, to have more slots no, on no, your no, friends what list. Is, they're hesitant to do so because each person's massively different in terms of the friends they have on their list. So not uh, every, does that have anything to do with how many people you can not, have? Not, not everyone's going to fill up the list. So why add so more? So my's still not filled up. Who cares? So, so why add more? Yeah, exactly. Why take the time to do something we can totally do that some people want if not everyone wants it? But it doesn't affect me because I don't... It doesn't matter. They should just do it. Did you it's guys? Like, oh, oh, they should just do like it. It's like adding extra like retainers or extra like macro slots. Who cares? Oh, it we should totally the people that do need that. It, but not the people who don't care. And they think adding more people to the friends list is something that like that doesn't hurt anybody and nobody's going to complain. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, but I still haven't filled up my friends list. Why don't give me more slots? When am I ever going to fill up those slots? Like, believe in something. No going to complain on that. Believe in something, even if it means delivering objectively less content. <laughs> Just do it. Later. I've cracked the code. <laughs> they are using their budget to pay for the dev team's WoW subs. There we go. Too busy playing WoW to make content. Did uh, uh, that's a lie? Because if they saw what a good game looks like, they might, you know, it might rub off on Mm -hmm. them. (laughs) Did you guys know that you can only have a maximum of five friends registered in a single day? I did not know that. Because someone's saying, is it possible to have a max of five friends registered in one day increased to seven? To which they said, we have to be careful about implementing this due to the packet size issues. Uh, Though they didn't specify a specific number, which in this case, seven. But they want to confirm uh, how far they can go beforehand. Wow. Five friends registered for what? Like on your friends friends list? list. I I had no idea there was a cap. No, I'm positive I I used I've only ever added like three in one day. That can't be right. It has to be misquoted. I'm going to look up that. Yeah, that, I, I mean, I feel like I've added more than five people to my friends list in a single day. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I'll look it up as, as we go over maybe this. The, maybe that's something they've added more recently with the companion app. Mm, I don't know. But uh, while you're looking that up, let's go over this last one. This is probably the most important one of all. Uh, are there plans to implement the visor system from the sunglasses we obtained in the Moonfire Fair onto other glasses implemented so far, as well as future glasses? Yoshida says, we know we're going to get asked about this during the implementation. I told the devs that something like this will happen, so I'll let them know about God it. God damn it. But so you can now, eventually, you'll eventually. be able to visor all glasses. I mean, it's, in it's two actually really years, cool. You can put them on your head or on your eyes, which is kind of In cute, two years, you'll be able to visor the rest of the glasses, because that's what it took to get male bunny suits. So Yep. So there's, there's oh, our true. Q&A, guys. Boy. <clears throat> We got some uh, hard-boiled detectives going in there. The friends list is a black book for ERPers. For ERPers. <laughs> ERPers. I like that. ERPers. Um, that is a really disappointing Q&A. Mm-hmm. Why do we ask such dumb questions? No. Why do they answer such dumb questions? That's true. These because are hand-picked. That's right, because usually they are hand-picked. You have to put them in beforehand. It's true. I don't know. That's depressing. Pretty depressing. Anyway, uh, I think that's going to be it for uh, Limit Break Radio this week. 
So thank you to all of our callers, all three brand new callers to the show this week. Woo-hoo. So shout out to uh, Infinity Rush, Arista, and Flat Arctic. Uh, for calling the show today. Love if you guys. You, if you want to be a caller to Limit Break Radio, then make sure to schedule some time on Sunday, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern, to join us right here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. And, uh, you know, before we let you guys go, I want to remind you again that we are doing the Fan Fest after party on, uh, what is that, Friday, November... Where's the... Uh, particulars november 16th uh from 8 p.m to midnight at the uh the esports arena in las vegas that's at the luxor uh again 55 bucks gets you open bar in vip if you i mean it's it's going to be about 60 with tax and everything but if you want to be sure that you want to you know you're going to meet the uh the ff14 creative community member of your choice uh we're going to have we're going to have some kind of like signing or something like meet and greet ability upstairs at the vip room so that question was actually in response to the uh uh, cross world link shell. Oh, so you can only invite five people per day to your cross world link I shell. I guess, and that's also. Was, I did not know that. Yeah, and they also want to. Wait, yeah, that's not true because I invited my entire raid static in a single day, and that's more than five people to a cross world link shell. Yeah. Mm. I and thought it, I invited them on. Maybe I invited them over two days. Maybe, maybe they didn't accept them all. Right I, we do not need to figure out this goddamn mystery. We are not fucking Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roro. <laughs> daddy. Listen, I just want to go get high. Okay. I want to be like Shaggy, <laughs> and I want to talk to my own talking cat. But that only happens when I'm able to smoke enough weed. Can I have a Scooby snack? We can all have Scooby snacks if we can just wrap this shit up. Ha! Gay! With a nice little bow. Anyway. Scooby snack is my penis. <laughs> wow. God damn it. Wish yeah. I had known before I answered that question. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, join us uh, at the Esports Arena Friday, November 16th from 8 p.m. to midnight. We're going to be partying hard out there. It's going to be a great time. Seriously, guys, join us. $60 gets you into the VIP room. <clears throat> it's going to be a great time. Uh, again, uh, you can find that over at our website, limitbreakradio.com. There is no fee to get in. If you don't want to be a part of the VIP area, you can just walk right in. There's a cash carry bar. Food menu is available. And we'll also have tons of PCs to be able to play on. Ten bucks an hour is what it costs to play on those PCs. And uh, from what I'm told, from what I'm told from the eSports Arena, as long as you have a copy of FF14 on your Steam list, you'll be able to play it at the uh, eSports Arena. So, But why would you want to? Uh, well, I'm, that's... It is a better question that is yeah so uh if if that's what you want to do uh at the uh the the after party then uh yeah i mean we've 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 already kind of uh asked him about that 
that. So, um, but we'll we'll also have live presentations from the stage, which will be streamed live here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. So if you want to know our opinions, our feelings about what they end up announcing out at FanFest, because I think everyone can agree that this is going to be a critical fan fest for Square Enix. This is going to give us an indication on what type of future this game has and whether or not they're actually aware of some of their ailing veteran community problems or not. It's going to be a huge make or break. So I think this is going to be a huge show. So you guys are going to want to you know, hit that follow button. If you haven't already followed, if this is the first time you've stumbled across this channel, LimitBreakRadio.com. Of course, the podcast will be available there, but we're going to be live from the eSports arena right here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. All right, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio today. I want to thank again all of our callers, Infinity Rush, Arista, and Flat Arctic for hanging out and for giving us a call, sharing their opinions about what's coming up in 4.4. You can always join us 4 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. That's going to be it for Limit Break Radio. I want to thank my crew, Juxtaposition, Nika Kayanian, and Kyle Landis. I'm Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kyle Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and ARZ are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Data, Hirsch First, Talen Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.